Cause I'm from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. Little Valentine's Day cough up Jones right here. Yep, Taz Show, Tuesday edition. Coming right at you for the next two hours. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be awesome. Watch Raw. A lot happened on Raw that needs to be discussed. A lot. The puzzles are starting to go in place for WrestleMania. But there's a couple puzzles missing. Pieces, I should say. Not puzzles. What the hell is that? I'm Taz. Yeah, the main guy in the show here. I'm the, I'm the reason why you're watching the show right now, let's be honest. I'm the reason why you're listening. But yeah, we crowned a, uh, well, not we, they, WWE crowned a new women's champ. We will discuss that. We will discuss what the hell happened with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Also discuss what up, Samoa Joe. He's sitting down with Michael Cole. And what about the game Triple H? He showed up on Raw. I was surprised, but he was there. The plot's thickening for Mania. And a great job to cap off the night from the play-by-play guy on a championship handed to a young lady named Bailey. So if you want to call the show, you can do that. It's a very, very simple process, guys. You know how to do it. I mean, I've been telling you all the time. It's really, really, really easy. Attention hotline fans. 866-475-2948. You got it in your iPhone. 866-475-2948. So just like I just said, uh, Bailey, Charlotte, stars at the end of that night, throw a bone to Michael Cole. He called his ass off. He crescendoed up. That's how you call a title change. That's how you call a main event. Listen to what he did. If you don't believe me, go ask Jim Ross. Find good old JR. He'd tip his cap to call on that. Go ask Joey Styles. He would do the same. Go ask the Mike Tanay. Those guys know the deal. That's how you crescendo up. You build it the right way. The excitement in his voice. He's not screaming at me. He built the energy the right way. True pro, underrated, great stuff. Great stuff. Ain't no doubt about it. He did a great job on that. Love it, Jack. Welcome to the show. Timber! Producer of the show, you're finally working a little bit. What's going on? Good moment. Do, do you disagree on the Michael Cole stuff? No, I mean, well, I definitely don't disagree, but hearing your side of it being a former announcer... Gives it more insight that... So I was just a former announcer, just like that, just a former well, announcer. Well, you, you have way more insight than I do. I do. I have more insight than everyone, basically, on everything. Yeah, no, basically. Well, that was implied, no? Uh, yes. Yeah, so well, what's your point? Oh, I was just you already put, aggravated me. I was just putting you over. 703, yeah, I was putting just, you over. You call me an announcer. You need to build... I need build-up. I need I need uh, former, hype. Former, I need hype. former ECW legend. You don't even know my history. You don't even know what I did. Please stop. You wrestled? <laughs> Listen, Cole did a great job. I... 
I I know that, but hearing it from you, it just it yes, magnifies it more. Yes, yes. Thank you, my friend. You give it credibility. Thank you. It's good to see you awake tonight. I I took a nap. <laughs> Not now, but before the show. <laughs> Maybe later. There was no attack of a bagel by you today yet. <laughs> I got, I got some things in the bag. <laughs> yet. Oh, by the way, before I go on with the show, uh, did you hear from Chef Mike at all lately? No, I haven't. Um, ah. Should we be? Uh, I feel like you're, no, you're... you said you reached out to the guy and then he disappeared. No, that's not true. Chef Mike wouldn't just disappear on us. That's what you said. Not on us, on you. He but, wouldn't disappear on me. No, because you, you know, you disappear on me, so why wouldn't he disappear on you? That That's kind of the situation. Yeah. Is that so, how it works? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Enough of you. All right. We're done. No, but if you hear from Chef Mike, let me know. Are you hungry? I'm good. No, I ate. I, I had I had an, uh, an egg white uh, back wrap hack. How's that? Oh, yeah. That was like a West Coast offense football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, anyway, uh, congratulations to Bailey. Okay, that was uh, an awe-inspiring match by both Charlotte and Bailey. Uh, the outside interference, Dana Brooke out there, and, and Sasha was great in her role. Excellent. Um, still not a fan. Uh, I, I've never bashed it, but not a fan of that belly to belly, that belly to belly suplex she does. It's it's not strong enough, but it's it's her. It's what she's you know captured in the NXT, captured people's heart with that throw. People pop on it. So you know what? It's it look. It's a safe throw. It's I don't even know if it's a real throw, <laughs> but I mean I'm a fan of belly. You guys know that. I always hype her and put her over. But um, but it don't matter. It, it's the reaction that's that's. Look at the five knuckle shuffle. You think that's an impressive move or like from a physical standpoint? No. Look at the rock uh, with the gimmick fernum. What do you call it? The, people's when it elbow. People's elbow. I mean, you know, I'm just saying it doesn't have to be something that's super intense to be over. And I think that that the belly to belly proves that. That's not a really super intense. That's like a middle school style folk style belly to belly suplex. <laughs> I mean, it's that safe, like, but it, it gets the right reaction, you know. There's zero back arch. There's zero suplexing involved with it. But don't matter. It's over. And she is the champ, and she deserves it. I'm surprised. I, I'm happy, but I did not. I just I thought that Bailey on Raw would be that girl who's constantly on the climb for the championship. But I was wrong, man. And and um, I, I good, good job, WWE, and great job, Bailey. And like I said, uh, uh, the announcers, especially Cole and Charlotte, um, I didn't think Charlotte was dropping that title for a while. I don't know. I just didn't think so. I was I was wrong on that. But I'll tell you another thing I was wrong on, and that's Triple H, because I thought for sure that we would not see Triple H. Remember, we talked a weeks ago, a couple weeks ago about this. I thought we'd see him like right after the uh, what, what did we say? I'm trying to remember exactly what I said. Like right before Mania, but like after one of the pay per views, was it? Did I say we'd see the him? The Rumble. After? After the Rumble, yeah. But see him the, that next night on Raw and then don't see him again. That's what I thought. I really thought. But then with this whole thing with, with Seth Rollins I, being yeah. injured, you know, I knew some things would change, but I did not think we'd see him last night. That was a surprise to me. Uh, when Joe pulled up, was in the limo, I thought that was cool. And then when Hunter was with him, I thought that was cool too. I was, it was a surprise. Um, so you got some interesting stuff here that happened last night. I think there were some elements on Raw that weren't that good, but the, the main stuff was very good. Um, I wasn't crazy from a creative standpoint that, you know, we see a sit-down interview with Joe and Michael Cole, but they gave it a lot of time. 
Joe was able to explain himself. Joe's very articulate, and he's a good speaker, very good speaker. Uh, Michael Cole kept pressing him on a Triple H, a Triple H, Triple H. You know, Joe got annoyed by it. I think that's really good creative, that part of it. I, I guess a part of me would have liked him, meaning Joe, in the ring or on the stage with a mic talking, but everybody does that. So to make it a little bit different, I guess it's good in a way. Maybe I'm talking myself into liking this. I think that's what I'm doing right now. It sounds like it. I think I am. But, you know, I didn't hate it. I, I, I like the content. I just don't know if I like the sit-down interview thing. It just seemed, you know, a little, you know. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's about the content, and the content was good. Um, so, uh, but it, 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 there's some things that I need to discuss with you guys. It's a little, with this whole story, because um, I'm being honest with you. I'm trying to figure this thing out. The puzzles are coming to place for me. Uh, some might think they have it figured out. I, I don't think you have it figured out. You might think you do. You could call if you want to tell me you got it figured out. But I don't know if they got it figured out. I think they're still waiting on a couple of things, like Seth and stuff like that. Because, okay, so we know at Fastlane, we know that we're going to have Goldberg challenging for the universal title against Kevin Owens. So we know that. Okay. Some things are out of order. I'm just going to tell you some stuff. We know Kevin Owens, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens and Jericho are no more as a, a friendship thing. I'll get into that deeper in a little while. Okay, we saw that turn by Kevin on Triple H, okay? Um, we know that Joe will probably wrestle next week against Sami Zayn in a match. Okay, we know that. Because we saw the attack by Sammy. I like what they did there. Also, creatively, where in the sit-down interview with Michael Cole, you have Joe just bury as a throwaway. Hey, I'm not just like a, you know, whatever, like a Sammy Zayn, that blah, 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 blah. And then later on, Sammy Zayn, this promo, after he wins, mentions that he got buried. I think Sammy, they had Sammy say Joe's name too much. And then it's like, okay, Joe's coming out. I think if he would have just touched on it once, no music, and then have Joe blindside him from behind, I think that would have been a little better. But it wasn't bad what they did. They played the music, and then, you know, Sammy looked at the entrance, and then, boom, misdirection Jones. Here comes Samoa Joe from the side and blindsided him. So that was just like he did to Seth Rollins. Blindsided. You know what I mean? I mean, side blindsided, if there is such a thing. Yeah. Side blinded. How's that? <laughs> That's a word. Instead of blindsided. <laughs> no. So... So, okay, let me get back. So I'm, I'm all over the place for a reason because I'm trying to figure this thing out, and I've been trying to figure it out a little bit. I, I got it figured out, but I don't have it figured out. How's that? Okay, so Joe, in his sit-down interview with Mike Cole, starts to get a little annoyed that Cole keeps bringing up Triple H. I love that, okay? It, it's good. Cole's asking the right questions. It feels right. It feels good. Like I said, the content was really cool with that. So it led me to stop believing, okay, well, yeah, they're gonna they're planting the seeds right now to what I said a couple of weeks back when Joe debuted. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. And I said, that means you go. Oh, well, you said that Joe, well. Okay, thanks. Basically, what I said was Joe would turn on a Triple H. So uh, that's that because once we knew about this whole Seth Rollins thing, that's what I said. Remember, I talked about the idea about turning on Triple H, ripping his own wristwatch off, beating him up with his own watch, bloody Triple H up, even though they're not doing blood, but you know, maybe in this instance you can, something. Something to really, really have major heat, okay, on Triple H. That's what I said. 
Well, I think that they gave you, they planted the seed last night with that, with Joe and Triple H. That's what I would think. But then there's a problem. <laughs> then they throw a monkey wrench in the game plan. Because while Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are talking backstage about the friendship thing before it even happens, Triple H inter interrupts their conversation and pulls Kevin Owens aside. And then later on, you see Triple H talking to Kevin Owens. You don't hear the audio. Michael Cole says, I'd love to be a fly on the wall over there. So that to me shows, and Kevin Owens' reluctancy when the dancing girls were out there with Chris Jericho, for the friendship thing, and now here comes Samoa Joe. I'm sorry, here comes Kevin Owens. You could see in his face he was reluctant to come out there. He didn't want to do this. You could see once he got his heat and he turned on Chris Jericho, he didn't want to do it. Kevin Owens did a phenomenal job of that last night. His facial expressions were phenomenal, underratedly good. Because he told the physical story that the announcers didn't tell. He told the story that the announcers didn't tell. I'm not bearing the announcers. It sounds like I am, but I'm really not. It's not the announcer's fault. Sometimes, as the announcer, and that's the worst thing in the world, as a play-by-play -play or color commentator, the position that those three guys were put in last night, it sucks. When you are not allowed to talk about something, you are not allowed to sell the fact of the reluctancy on, AAA, on uh, Kevin Owens' face, you are not allowed to talk about, well... We saw Kevin Owens talking to Triple H. Is Triple H behind this attack? We never heard the announcers say that. You can't get mad at the announcers. They're doing their job. But it's a tough job. And sometimes as an announcer, that's your role. You got to be the fall guy. And those three men were the fall guy last night. Because if you think about the creative of it, that's what happened. Now, most people that talk to you about Raw today, you then react at my breakdown. We got to do a Raw breakdown. When they do it, they're probably not going to realize that. But then again, I do an early morning show, and then you know what happens when they hear the test show. Hack alert! Regardless, I'm telling you the deal. The announcers, I didn't hear them say anything about Triple H during the attack by Kevin Owens on Jericho. Did you? No. I never heard the announcer say anything about the reluctancy or the, I guess the right word is trepidation, maybe not trepidation, could be, of the face of Kevin Owens while he was, it was almost like he didn't want to do this to Chris Jericho. Did you feel that? It did have that feel like, look, man, you're putting me in a bad spot here, but this needs to be done. Correct. And we never heard the announcer say that. We heard the announcer say, is this because of the friendship, a celebration? Oh, come on. I think it was Byron Saxon. It's not Byron's fault. Look, he, they're just doing their job. Trust me. I, I, I have to put them over for this. They, they, trust me. I've been in this position. I've been in this position. More than once. And it sucks. But you know you have to do it. You have to be the fault. You're the, you, you are the guys that are driving the show uh, from an audio perspective. You're telling the story. So sometimes... You can't lead the audience or do an angle alert because it's always better when the talent says it, not the color commentator or the play-by-play -play guy. So they got to do the job. It sucks. Trust me. You think they're not stupid? They, they know. They know. They, they they had Cole react to the backstage bit. Not only did we see, like I said, Triple H pull Kevin Owens aside from Chris Jericho, but then we saw, like I said, and like you guys saw. 
Triple H talking to Kevin Owens with no audio. And Michael Cole said, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. But then at the segment of the friendship thing, I don't remember. If I'm wrong, you guys can call and tell me or tweet me or put it on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com or whatever. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of me. I did say happy Valentine's too, I think I did. I kind of said it. Maybe not. Happy Valentine's Day to you and your loved one. So, the monkey wrench for me is the bit with Triple H and Kevin Owens. He got his marching orders. Kevin Owens became Universal Champ from in character, I'm talking about, from Triple H, right? We saw that happen once we knew that um, Finn Balor was injured. And then on Raw, they had the, the gimmick, and then Kevin Owens becomes the Universal Champ. It was because of the outside interference of the help by Triple H. Now, Triple H, we see the character Triple H pull aside and talk to Kevin Owens. All of a sudden, Kevin Owens turns on his best friend. It's so obvious that it's Triple H that is motivating or telling for whatever reason. We don't know that reason. Kevin Owens to do this. So now it kills my theory, possibly, of Triple H turning babyface against Samoa Joe. They got us on a roll. They got me. I can be honest with you. They got me on a roller coaster ride, and I appreciate it. No, no, I do. Because that's that's good booking. If they have you on a wild goose chase and there's no goose at the end of the chase, then that sucks. Oh, God! You don't want that. You don't want to be chasing the goose around and there's nothing there. Nothing happens. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's like, well, I did this whole chase on this wild goose chase, and I get to the final end of the, of the goose chase, and next thing I know, what do you mean? There's no goose chase? Where's the goose chase? No goose? Where's the goose? What do you mean, no? No goose. Uh-huh. I don't think they're doing that. There's a goose. I don't know what There's definitely a goose. Or a geese or a duck. I'm not really sure. So, I, you know, to me, I, I'm looking like this is interesting. Because they plant, they planted a seed. They did. It felt like a seed was planted with Michael Cole and Samoa Joe. It felt like it in regards to Triple H. It felt like it. Look, Cole's not shooting. Michael Cole's not asking shoot questions. You know, this is creative. This is behind the writing of the show. So that's by design. So why are we planting seeds? You know, unless that's a red herring and, and Triple H is just staying heel. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm starting to think he is. Fans' perspective? Do you have anything? I, th- I think you're on to something. I, I don't want to see Triple H as a baby face. But Samoa, it's, it feels like they're headed towards Samoa Joe, Triple H. And who you can't have heel versus heel. So, and Samoa Joe's doing too good a work right now as this monster heel. So Triple H would kind of have to be shoehorned into the babyface role. Yeah. It, like you said, I'm enjoying the wild goose chase right now. I'm just sitting back and it, it's it's a good storytelling time for the WWE. It's, it's different. It's it, it's different because they got a couple different options and there's a couple of different things here that's going on. Uh, look, so like I said, we know Goldberg is going to wrestle. Kevin Owens, right, for the universal title. I still don't think that Goldberg becomes universal champ. You and I were talking off air, and you disagree. You think Goldberg becomes, you think at WrestleMania it's Brock versus Goldberg universal title. 
I I think that because, like, obviously, uh, you being a former wrestler and announcer, um, and me being a fan. A former world champion. Okay, <laughs> I'm a little tired of people around here at CBS. These people. Okay, they throw out his former wrestler stuff. I think we're about to get a new policy. Yeah, I, I, I'm a former world heavyweight champion, multi-time, by the way, I'd like to say. Multi? Yeah, multi. That means more than once, son, but continue with your point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got me off track. Yeah. Um, I think we're, you're definitely way inside, and, and, as a, and as more than a casual fan, you, you, know, you want Kevin Owens to be in the title picture because he's done such a great job, but you got to think you got to put yourself in Vince's shoes. He's looking at WrestleMania big picture, right. and he's trying to appeal to a much broader audience. Mm-hmm. And who's who's a bigger draw for everybody? Is it Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, or is it Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, which is probably where they're headed? Well, it's the guys that you are investing your money in usually, and they've been investing a lot of TV time and money in guys like Kevin Owens and Jericho. Right. But I get your point. You're saying for the mass appeal, for the casual fan, they know who Goldberg is and they know who Brock Lesnar is. They might not know who who, who Kevin is. Okay, right, or, or Jericho. Okay, I, I hear you on that. But I, I, I do understand story arcs. I know how that works. And, I would yeah. hope so. And and that's very important. And Vince McMahon knows how story arcs work. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. It's very important. Meaning, you can't just give the casual fan what they want. Agreed. And, and now where do we go after WrestleMania? Now we have one of two guys, Goldberg or Brock Lesnar, who are not on a, are not working house shows. They're not working a full-time schedule. They're not going to do media appearances. They're not, not that they don't want to. I'm not, I'm not knocking those guys. I'm just saying. Their contract. Their contract and the way they want to do business because they're both veterans and all. I'm assuming they're not looking to hump the road and, and like a world champion needs to do. When you are the world champion, yeah, you make more money. Yeah, you get first-class seats. Yeah, you get, you, get, you get a lot of perks. But you earn those son of a bitches. You're working. You working, working like a dog. <laughs> that's the truth. So that's the thing where people don't realize. You are right, my friend. Well, you're not really my friend, but you are right. You are right that there will be uh, casual fans that would rather see Brock versus Goldberg for the Universal title. I don't think that's happening. Hate to shoot you down, but I just did. Sorry. That's the way it goes. Uh, so uh, the thing is, um, you could stick to that. Don't change. I will. Don't you be yourself. Don't change. Don't ever change. Be yourself. You stick to your convictions. Stick to them. So you got Brock. I'm sorry. You got Goldberg versus Kevin Owens at the uh, at the fast lane. Somehow, some way, Kevin Owens retains. <clears throat> I think they also did something that people need to pay attention to last night, which was very important, not just for the heat for Kevin Owens, but they stretcher-jobbed, uh, you know, Y2J and put him in the ambulance. So you will not see Chris Jericho for a while. If I'm booking it and I'm going to go Kevin Owens versus Chris Jericho, <clears throat> you are not seeing Chris Jericho until WrestleMania. Let's give Chris the biggest friggin' pop in the world let him be out. It's only a few weeks, so whatever the hell it is. Let him be out. Let Kevin Owens punk him out, call him out. Quasi, the stuff I did with, with Sabu never came out, and I kept calling him out. I'm going way back now. It works. When the heel punks out, yells about the baby face, buries him, buries him, buries him, buries him, buries him, and then once WrestleMania comes, you know, you announce it's going to be these two guys. 
You announce it. You somehow, some way, you just don't see Chris Jericho. Let him come out, house of fire at friggin' WrestleMania, and just as soon as the match starts, gun right after, just something go right at Mania, go right up. If you're gonna go, if you're going Owens versus Jericho at WrestleMania, you really you, and you have the opportunity now to put Chris on the shelf. Give a medical update on your social media, whatever. He's he's got a concussion. You get put him through a friggin' TV. He's got a concussion. By the way, side note, Jones, I don't know if you saw either Gargano or Champa, one of those guys. Oh, I stole your gimmick. Saw it on social media later. Okay. Sorry. Stole this gimmick. That's a tease right there. All right. Well, today's the last day for saw on social media. Anyway, we're, we're killing it. People hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People do hate it, so we're going to kill it. So, uh, yes, we're, we're killing it. We'll yes. go out with a bang. Go out with a bang. No pun intended. Anyway, uh, yeah, so you, you got an opportunity with Chris Jericho to have him on the shelf for quite some time. You can't let him just disappear. You got to have him come get a match, and I, I would assume that's going to be at WrestleMania. But there's a snafu, and that snafu is someone that I don't think many people are thinking about right now, and that's Finn Balor. Finn Balor, my friends. Don't forget about Finn Balor. And I'm telling you, Finn Balor is going to come back, and the first thing he needs to do is gun after Kevin Owens and that Universal title. Maybe at Mania, you get a three-way for the, for, for the Universal title. Chris Jericho, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. Right now, WWE Creative, they're hearing this. They're like, son of a bitch, he knows. Who told him? Who told him what we're doing? <laughs> You like my idea? I do. I don't know. Oh, that's a no. Wow. What do you mean no? That's a really negative outlook. What? I don't. I don't disagree. I would just tweak it in the sense that I don't think it should be a triple threat. I think maybe you do. If you're gonna, if you're, if Finn's definitely coming back, which he he probably will appear at WrestleMania. I think you should. It should be a singles match. It shouldn't be a triple. Threat. Well, no, I don't disagree with that. You can't ignore Chris Jericho. So. Maybe get that done at Fastlane, the the KO Jericho. Th- if if you're going to go the Finn Balor, you could route. do that. But then, if you have Chris Jericho come out of Fastlane, he's got to cost. That would be to your point. He's got to cost Kevin Owens the title to Goldberg. Then, the ultimate fu is cost him his title. Meaning Chris Jericho cost. Oh right, you can't, they can't even wrestle it. Fat. Oh jeez, they can't. Well, that's why I'm here. You're there. Yeah, that's I, why I shouldn't have you your know mic it. on. Yeah, no, I do. Unfortunately, I do know it. I don't have any interest in wrestling. Sorry, you're too busy sitting at this CBS Sports Radio and WFM when they're poisoning you about wrestling. Poisoning you. They don't know what they're talking about. All of them. Evan Roberts, the only guy, and the guy Mozzie. What's his name? Ma. Yeah, I don't even Ryan know him. But I like him already, and I don't like a lot of guys. You know that. I think he likes you. Does he really? Well, he needs to put me over more. Okay? I'll write him an email. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. Drafting it as we speak. Of course. But he is stupid. So anyway. Um, so yeah, they, they got an opportunity to keep Jericho on the shelf. It'd be great to have him come back at the fast lane. But I, I don't know how you do that. Unless you put him in a three-way there with Goldberg. And then that protects Goldberg. I don't know. Huh. From doing the job. Maybe you do that. I don't, I don't think that fits. Yeah. I don't think that fits. I think you could build up to a three-way at Mania with Kevin Owens and Finn. Have Finn show up like either the Monday right before WrestleMania, something like that. Look, some people didn't like Raw, some did. I'm telling you, this story right here for the Universal title, and on a side note, the story of um, Samoa Joe, what's going on with him, Triple H, 
and let's not forget about Seth Rollins. <laughs> because they're still not saying he's done for, for Mania. Yeah, Samoa Joe said it. When Samoa Joe said it to Michael Cole, like, look, it's because of me Seth Rollins is going to miss his second WrestleMania in a row. When he said that, I'm like, uh, I'm starting to think. Starting to think that, uh, well, Seth Rollins will be at WrestleMania. I'm starting to wonder that now. They got a lot of, there's a lot of different theories, man. There's a lot of different ways to go. And, that, and to me, that's good booking. It's bad booking if you don't pay it off good. It's good booking if you give us a good payoff. I'm going to have faith in this. I think with these two stories, let's just call it the Kevin Owens story. Let's just call the other one the Joe story. I think that they're both plant, that both stories have good seeds planted. A couple different directions they can go. It's interesting that Triple H is kind of in both stories. <laughs> the character Triple H, I, I, I don't agree with that part. But I'm sure they're doing it for a reason. Not quite sure yet what that reason is. I, I, I know the phone lines are jammed. People want to talk about this. Uh, we're going to break here in a second. So then other side of break, I'll take some calls. You, you guys can give your thoughts, your opinions, your theories. I also did not mention the top of the show because I'm obviously slipping. Mike Johnson will be on the show uh, at the top of the hour. PW Inside Report. We'll see what Mike thinks. I got a feeling I'm going to get mad at Mike in the show. I don't know why. I mean, he comes on once a week, and you get mad at him once a I week. I just feel so. like I'm going to get mad at him. But anyway, so we're going to go to break. And remember one thing. I'm running the game. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I right, we're back here at Taz Show. Yeah, man, I was just thinking about something like some people last night saying, you know, saying uh, they got to go... Uh, the announcers didn't go heavy, heavy pissed off when Jericho turned on. I'm sorry, when Kevin Owens turned on Jericho. I could not disagree anymore. What do you expect those guys to do? <laughs> you expect them to be screaming and yelling? Because Kevin Owens just turned on Chris Jericho? Think about this, guys. Why should the announcers be indignant? Why should they be pissed off about that? He turned on a heel. Heel turned on a heel. Now the heel is a baby face that got put in an ambulance. Jericho. There's nothing to be indignant about. Some people think they know. Like they just want to bury. And they, they don't, because you don't know what you're talking about. It's not like Kevin Owens turned on a baby face. He turned on a heel. Think. Use your head. Think. What are you going to be pissed about when he turned? Why am I supposed to like Jericho? Jericho's a heel. Just bullied, beat up the Gilbert gimmick, all that, which is fine. It's funny. Ha ha, I got it. They got the magician with pulling stuff out of his mouth, right? I mean, he's a heel, Chris. Well, he was a heel. Think, think. Nubworthy, by the way, probably. Genius. Love their going heat, man. Love their going heat with Kevin Owens. Finally, real heat. Real heat. Even though you can see he's reluctant, there's reluctancy there. Because Triple H is behind this thing. So, 
We don't know what the marching orders were, but there were marching orders given to this guy in character. We're just not sure what those marching orders are. That's the thing. That's good stuff. Hey, uh, who we got? Matt in North Carolina. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Slumberjack. No, I like that. Uh, <laughs> not going to acknowledge that. That was pretty good by Matt. I got to say, that was pretty that was, uh, good. Creative, that but... was pretty good, Slumberjack. I kind of like that. What's up, Matt? Oh, um, I was wanting to give my off the hooks and talk about the Owens and Jericho segment. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, well, first, first, um, I'll do the off the hooks real quick. Yes, sir. Um, I want to see you versus the Iron Sheik. Oh man, Sheik man, now that that's a that's a suplex machine for you, brother. Yeah, I love Sheiky man. Uh, I never got a chance to wrestle him, but I have nothing but respect for the Iron Sheik. I always I've got to know him over the years. Worked on some shows back in the day with him. I have nothing but respect for him. Yeah, he he's an OG for sure. Yeah, I think that would be a classic dream match that yeah, not really many people talk about. But <laughs> That'd be um, cool, yeah. Yeah. So I was listening earlier to you talk about the uh, Kevin Owens body language that spoke volumes. That yes, um, that was really huge. I'd also like to talk about Jericho's body language as well. Like you know, remember when they gave him the list of Kevin Owens, and you could just slowly see the wheels turn on Jericho as he just know that he'd been yes. had. I want to tell you something, up. but Matt, to your point, okay, good point, and to your point, something that WWE did last night that was very, 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 very smart with that list, and what they did was they made sure they did not. Um, show you the back of the list where it said the list of KO. They kept it in the box, and thank you for calling, Matt. They kept it in the box, and Chris goes, oh, a new list, and the people popped. And you did not see him take the list out of the box yet. That was a small little nuance nuance by whoever's idea that was, creative, the agents, Vince, Triple H, whoever, Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens. I don't know whose idea it was. It was genius. It was great. Simple little nuance that's important. Because then when he takes it, takes the list out of the box, it's like, oh, man, this guy is effed. Oh, no. That was cool. Smart little nuance. I really like that. Uh, and good observation about Chris Jericho's facial expressions. Also, Matt uh, for North Carolina, because I gave a lot of credit to Jericho. I'm sorry, to uh, Kevin Owens. I didn't give enough credit to... Uh, to Chris Jericho, of course, you know, I'm sure Chris Jericho gives me a lot of credit uh, also. No! So, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's a whole other story. Wow, what are you laughing? I'm just... <laughs> I was just reading funny things. On oh, that's... <laughs> well, I'm not a petty guy. I don't know why you would... That's, that's not... You know, I don't know why you would even assume that I was petty. I, you seem like you did. Hey, uh, Jerem, uh, in uh, Nebraska, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, how you doing, Taz? Yeah, you know, I'm good. <laughs> What's that? Hey, you know, you're falling asleep. I'm falling asleep. Yeah, he matches your energy. Yeah, level. just bring the you 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 bring it down. I'll bring it down, Jeremy. It's that simple. <laughs> I got a, I got one question about Raw, and actually just one quick question about SmackDown real quick for you. Yeah, man. Um, Raw last night. Um, it almost seems like I, like I'm happy that Bailey won the championship because I'm a big Bailey fan myself. Right. But it's almost as if like they're following the same formula they did with the whole Sasha Banks title victory where you know she wins on raw and then charlotte's going to get it back at the pay-per-view because of the undefeated streak mm. you know that's just kind of that's kind of what it feels like it's almost as if like bailey's going to lose at fast lane and then they'll have her break they'll have her win the title and break the pay-per-view streak at wrestlemania what are your thoughts on that uh well i i think that y y you could be right i do think that 
maybe let's give WWE a little chance on this. Maybe that they want to take us on that ride so people do think like you're saying that, hey, they're doing the exact same thing they did with Sasha and then come uh, come to pay-per-view with Fastlane. Next, you know, Bailey wins and retains. And then maybe she keeps retaining. You know, let, let, let's give them a little chance yet uh, so far. You know what I mean? I understand I'm a firm believer, Jeremy. You train people how to treat you, right? So we've seen WWE yeah. do this where they recycle programs and, and angles, I should say, not programs. So we've seen that. So I get why you're saying that, but I also believe in let's give them a chance. They're, they're programming a lot of wrestling. Of course, we know they're my best friend. We know that. Um, but oh. but let's give them a chance on this. Some of the stuff on Raw sucked. It did. But but I think with this Bailey thing, uh, it was a nice surprise. And, and thank you for calling, Jeremy. But I think you got to give them a little chance on it. You gotta give him a little chance on it. You know what I mean? You think? What do you think? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna do the gimmick like Jeremy's saying? I mean, yeah, and because they're really hyping the Charlotte uh, undefeated streak at the pay per views. So unless they're playing, the problem. See, I I'm with him. I like Bailey winning, but sir, I'd rather sir, be sir, I'd rather sir, be at WrestleMania. Sir. You need to get to your point succinctly, otherwise. I like to take the, the long route. No, but it's my show. The Oregon I, I, Trail I don't want to hear you stammering. If there's going to be any stammering, it's going to be done by me. Okay? That's number one. Okay? That's, yeah. that's, that's number one. Number two, your mic will not be put on if you're going to continue to act this way. Put my mic on! I'm just telling you, bro. I can't have it. You have to be succinct. In and out. Get your point. Get out. And okay. you're getting one more chance to do this song on social media later, no. and there's a good chance that's going to suck. More than likely. <laughs> Will you stop? Hey, man. I'll tell you something. Speaking of things that sucked. Nice transition. Oh, yeah. That's my gimmick. How about this? Emelina. <laughs> I, I want to curse a lot right now. But I'm no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be professional today. It, every day it changes. So Today's I, a I'm going to be a day. professional day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. What I, kind of tie are you wearing? I, I, what pot? A Windsor knot. You're, a, you're no, a big Windsor tie guy. I wear either sometimes a square knot, a Windsor, or a double Windsor, uh, by the way. Yeah. No, but I'm going to tell you this. What sucked was the whole Emma Emelina. What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, that's not funny. Not that funny to have that amount of TV time with a gimmick, and then you have her come out. She looked great. And she said nothing. I don't even know how to say what she said. And I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, like, Emelina is now Emma again. What the F are you doing? That was horrendous. I kind of liked it. You liked it? What yeah. did you like? <laughs> that was a blatant troll job by the W. <laughs> oh, look. We've been hyping this up, hyping this up, hyping this up. And then it was like, oh, geez, we really got nothing. <laughs> go out there and go back. <laughs> it's like... I, th- <laughs> it, I thought it was hysterical. I didn't. I don't uh, think they planned it, but no, it was. I don't, I don't think it was hysterical. And I think that most of the people sitting in the crowd in Vegas agree with me because <laughs> it was not over at all. Dude, was it not? Oh, uh, it, was, it, it was uncomfortable. It was but <laughs> so, I, uh, and, it and, cracked and me I gotta up. I got to tell you, Vince sometimes likes that. He likes when it's like uncomfortable and it's weird. And he's like, just sitting backstage. He thinks like, it's cracking funny. up. Yeah, he'll, he'll just crack up. But, you know, and it's a. <laughs> That sucked. I'm just telling you. No, that just sucked. I'm not disagreeing, but I definitely thought it was. I saw the humor in it. Oh, I, I, no, I don't know. I just. <laughs> TV time is precious. You know what I mean? It's like TV time is precious. I mean, I just. 
I, I look, I knew they were going to do something. It's kind of like the same thing they did with the girl with the red hair. What's her name? Eva Marie. Yeah. And they would do the announcer thing and all that. And, oh, by the way, side note. Speaking of announcer things, you know what they did? Uh, I didn't talk about this. Oh, on the pre-show for Elimination Chamber, Kurt Hawkins. I don't remember this ever being done. This was very cool. He was cutting a promo that was pre-taped about himself as he was walking to the ring. That was badass. I'm surprised they, I don't want to say this the wrong way. I don't want to use the word wasted. I'm surprised they used it on a talent that they're not pushing hard right now. Because that's a very good idea. A very cool, unique idea. It's very hard to be unique and do something different in this day and age in the business. But that entrance they did on the pre-show for Elimination Chamber with Kurt Hawkins was very unique. Maybe it's been done before, and if it has, you can tell me. You know, anybody out there, if there's been somebody who's cut their own promo pre-taped as they're walking to the ring, I don't, it, it's not something that's been overdone, I can tell you that. If it's ever been done, I don't know when it's been done. One more side note thing. Uh, some people were tweeting me, and some that's one guy here, Craig uh, Kirkendale, at Willie Chuck Jr. He said, Blue Demon is still missing. Blue Demon's right here. Blue Demon's never missing. You might not see him on the set. He's on the set. Am I right or wrong, Dennis? He is there every day. Yes. He really is. He's either here or behind me or on the set somewhere. It's a he's massive here. set here. What do you think? It's like the Today Show, but different. It's, what are you laughing at? It's, it's, you know, really. What? You have something to say? I like it. The Today Show, but different. That could be our... The Taz Show, the Today Show, but different. Yeah, okay. Great. That sounds No great. one cares. Uh, hey, Miguel in Jersey, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's going on? Hey, good moment, fellas. How are you? Good. Good, good. Uh, I wanted to uh, talk about the uh, Triple H and uh, Kevin Owens segment backstage. Go for uh, it. Go for it. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. What do you do? You think that there's some sort of uh, some sort of stable coming along, maybe with Hunter leading uh, Joe KO, maybe uh, heel Sasha or Charlotte? What do you think about that? I, I don't know about a stable. I, I hope that's not what they're doing. I, I hope not. I mean, that's a. Uh, Thank you, Miguel, for calling. It's not a bad theory by you. Um, I I don't I don't think so. I don't think it's a, a stable. Um, the last thing they need to do is take some of their top talent and then and clump them all together in one. So I don't think I think they're still in the building phase with some of their individual talents. So I think you know doing something like that is not a good idea. I could see why Miguel might think that. I don't blame Miguel for thinking that. Uh, especially Triple H being, you know, his history with DX and, and also uh, Evolution and his history with factions and stuff. You know, look, they did that with Evolution with Batista, Ric Flair, and, and uh, Randy Orton and stuff, and himself and Triple H, all top talents. But at that time, there were a lot of top, ta- top talents kind of on the brand. You know what I mean? So I think right now, because of the brand split and all, and they're still building some people. They are. So, uh, look, Sami Zayn's floating around. You know, maybe they're going to do something with Sam. Maybe maybe it's beyond Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn next week. Maybe they're going to go into WrestleMania with Sami Zayn. And and maybe they're just, you know, Joe's going to do something with Seth Rollins, but Triple H is the one who should work with Seth Rollins. But maybe Seth is going to be out. Maybe they don't know. And they just they have, uh, you know, a couple little contingencies here. I just did an interview recently with somebody from CBS uh, Sports uh, Print. Uh, and uh, and talked about that. The guy said, you know, is there any, uh, this guy Chuck Cowell, interviewer, does good stuff, and he says, hey, is anybody, uh, is there ever contingency plans or backup plans with wrestling or storylines? 
And I said, no, not really. There usually isn't. It's a work. The business is a work. So you don't count. You don't. You assume no one's going to get hurt. You know it's dangerous. You know people can get hurt. But it's controlled by the company, by creative, all of wrestling companies. So the key to every wrestling show is safety, okay? So you assume that everyone's going to be safe. No one's going to get hurt. I've never really heard someone say, well, we're going to go with this storyline, ba 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 But if wrestler X gets hurt, then we'll go with wrestler W, you know? I've never heard that sentence. Like, if this guy gets hurt, I'm sure it's happened. I've never heard it. So, but now in this situation, I think they have to think that way because Seth, with this reoccurring knee injury, you know, he's reconstructed knees working on, and now he, you know, messed it up in that choke with Joe. So, you know, they, they got to be careful, see what's going on with him. You know, Seth Rollins, they didn't know he, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Finn Balor, they didn't know he was going to get hurt with his shoulder. But I'm telling you, that, that Finn Balor, keep your eyes on him. Don't forget about Finn. Don't sleep on Finn. Got a gun somehow, some way after that universal title. Got to do it. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm thinking three-way Jones at Mania with Jericho, KO, Finn. That's not a good draw. It, it, there we go. Stammering Jones. There we I go. just don't like the matchup. <laughs> What is there not to give me a reason why you don't like the matchup? Because you got the KO Jericho storyline, and I feel like that's its own thing. And the Finn, the Finn KO one is the chase to get Finn's coming back and he's gunning for the title. I just don't. I don't like the the mesh of the two storylines. This one story you just said in your explanation, the the title is the story. But no, Jer- Jericho Jericho's wants re- revenge, but he also, hey, listen, Kevin. Owens, you only got over as champion because I was by your side. I'm over more than you. I'm a bigger star than you. I'm Chris Jericho. Are you kidding me? And I'm going to take that title now and bring it to another level and embarrass you in the process and kick your ass while I'm doing it. It's got to focus on the title, and it will. Yes, redemption is is Chris Jericho. You're not buying what I'm saying. I see the smirk in your face, and I don't like that smirk. Because what you just said was a heel Jericho promo. Jericho will be a swami babyface, a, a nasty kind of babyface. He's always been a sarcastic babyface when he's been a babyface. I've worked with him in that role. So he will not be uh, la, 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 his ice cream and flowers for little kids. That's not who Chris Jericho is. He's not that type of babyface. That's face. New Day's thing. Yes, the New Day or Sami Zayn's going to high five people, Bailey. That's not Chris Jericho as a babyface. Chris Jericho as a babyface is still an ass kicker with a smart-ass attitude that people like. Please, sir, please bring your A-game when you come in this room with me. Please. you got to be careful. These microphones are on. They're on. They're on. Put my mic on! You've got to be careful. When they're on, you know how I get. Dennis, please. I just, I, I respect your idea. I just don't, I just, it doesn't do it for me. Okay, and that's fine. And I'm sure you read this on some website, on some <laughs> gambling website in the UK. Will you stop? So that's why you're probably right. You probably read some odds or something, right? I can't read British writing. <laughs> unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable that I'm stuck here with the people I'm stuck with. It's unfair to me. It really is. Uh, Andrew in New Mexico, uh, you're on the Taz show. Um, hey, Taz. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Come on, talk to me, bud. Come on. Hello? Sorry. Yes. My, what's up, I dropped buddy? my phone. That's okay. Um, I, I, I have a question yes, sir. for you about yes, Rano, but first I want to give my off the hooks. 
please do it quickly, sir. Please. Okay. Um, my first match is I'm a real uh, fan of like the brawl, like the really brawler heavy hitters. Yes. So my first match is going to be Sheamus versus Fit Finley. But Fit Finley, like back when he was in WCW, back before like he had a in early his career when he was like on top of his game. Yeah. Yeah. No, but he was on top of his game even in WWE. But I, I hear what you yeah. say. Fitz was a great, great worker for sure. Physical yeah. guy, you know, good, tough, tough guy, good Irish, tough guy and all that. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of Fit. And then our second match is going to be a lumberjack match from between Taz and Al Dukes with <laughs> special guest referee Dennis Jones and all the lumberjacks are going to be all the former pro- 20 former producers. Yes, we've had many producers, for sure. We've had a plethora. They could be around the ring. I like your idea. And what was your question, statement, or comment about Raw? Um, uh, I, no, I had a question about Rhino. And begin. Um, um, did you ever have a, a big, like a long-term like angle with Rhino in WCW? I never was in WCW, so I was in ECW. I I (laughs) I know, I was just joking. Will you start? No, no, I did not. I did not have a long. uh, We just done a couple little things here. In Chicago, I think we did something where I got to a a promo thing with him. We did a couple of bumps, and then I ended up, you know, putting him through a table like with a suplex, I think. We never, no, we never had a long standing uh, angle, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, um, No, not at all. Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for calling. Got to go to break soon here. Um, you know, people are calling like crazy. It's a very busy show. A lot of thoughts, opinions, a lot of theories. Uh, Raw took us on a little roller coaster. It took me on a little roller coaster because I'm trying to figure some stuff out, and I like that. Like I said, I like that. I think that's a good thing. When it got you bouncing around a little bit, got you thinking a little bit. You know what I mean? Couldn't help but notice right now. The show is not trending right now. It's very sad. And you know why? It's just this friggin' Valentine's Day. That's why. It's that, that's got all the trends. That's trending, and, and, and Whisper Heard in the Night is trending. What the? What is that? Sounds very sexual. <laughs> I don't want to click. We're on a, uh, we're on a company computer here. No! <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is, though. It sound, it, <laughs> Whisper Heard in the Night sounds Whispers sexual. Whispers in the Night. Isn't that a song? No, Strangers in Stra- the Night. Yeah, Strangers Come on, Strangers in the Night! Uh, expanding certain glasses, strangers in the night. They're looking for the expansions. La 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 la. Da, 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 da. I think it's something like that. Yeah, straight. There we go. Who's this? Perry Cuomo, right? Who is this? I don't know. Is it Frank Sinatra? Who is it? Frank Sinatra. Let's see. He's a little better than me. <laughs> I closed my eyes. I couldn't tell the difference. He's the man, though, Sinatra, though. Old blue eyes. Chances. Hold on. Love. Night is through. That was good. Thank you. In your eyes. Oh, my God. It's the man, bro. Dooby dooby doo. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Frank's an option, bro. Pride of Jersey. Kidding me? Hey, he goes, he goes a little higher, a little higher octave coming up here. Strangers in the night. Here we go. I know the tune, bro. Come on. I would hope so. <laughs> Strangers in the night. <laughs> All of uh, the listeners and viewers of the show that are listening or watching live that are under 50 years old are like, please stop this. <laughs> it's a legend, bro. Sinatra. You kidding me? Can't appreciate good music. And ever since that night, 
He was Suave Bola, bro. <laughs> How's this going to sound on the audio on demand? The podcast as they say in the wrestling. It's going to sound great. It's gonna, <laughs> you're not going to hear this song. Though, <laughs> <right>? Nope. <laughs> he does the Dooby Dooby Doo coming up. Well, I mean, we kind of have to wait hear. for that. Here we go. Here we go. No, this is the band. This, he comes in later. Dooby Dooby Doo. You fast forward. Bro. I mean, I could fast forward. <laughs> no, I mean, that's all right. Yeah, so I, I, we got people calling the show. We got a lot of Sinatra fans calling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just a, a step away. I got lyricosis. Here he comes. Do we do we do? Damn it. It's coming up. I thought he was going to do it. It's a five minute song. Oh, my God. We're only two minutes in. It's Valentine's Day. How do you not play this? It's coming. We are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> he does the do we do we do. I love it. It's coming. It's coming, baby. I'm going to pop and no one else is. It's going to be great. Here we go. Do we do we do. <laughs> Third time. <laughs> That's the beginnings of hip-hop right there. That's how hip-hop started. You can thank Frank Sinatra for it. Yeah, there you go. So, uh... All right, that's three minutes. You're never going to get back in your life. Um, that's the deal. All right, so, I'm sorry. I just I had to do it. I just had to be done. Hey, uh, Fred in Detroit, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Yo, Taz, what how up? can you not see the writing on the wall that Goldberg is taking that title from Kevin and he's going to main event WrestleMania and Brock's going to take it? That's obvious. Ain't going to happen, Fred. I don't, I really, listen, listen you're, you're saying what the, what the Lumberjack is saying over here. Dude, I don't think it's going to happen, Fred. I, I cannot see it because of the reasons I gave. What happens after WrestleMania? Is Brock or Goldberg, as the Universal Champion, going to be on a full-time schedule? I don't think so. I don't, th look, look what they did with John Cena. He's not on a full-time schedule. Hold on, hold on. Two, they, two. What's up? Okay, go ahead, no, bro. you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Two, two words. Roman Reigns taking it from Brock. Roman Re when? Taking it for Brock when? SummerSlam. Oh, SummerSlam. Okay, but yeah, I, I hear you. But you got you got to, if you're going to put it on Brock, in my view, you got to have it on a guy that's going to make the towns, as we call it. And you look at what they just did with John Cena. He was transitional. It was a quick run with the title, right or wrong, with John Cena. I, I, I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of you, Taft. not a fan of Lumberjack. Sorry, bro. But that's, that's right. I'm not a fan of his either. Don't worry about it. I just don't see Finn Balor in a picture for the Universal title yet. Okay, you didn't answer my question, though. What was the question? I said to you, I said to you, did John Cena have a short run recently as the world champion? Unless he takes it tonight. But did he, did he not oh, have yeah, a short yeah. run? Yes, yes, he did. And why do you think he had a short run? To put Bray over. Besides Bray, it's because the guy's not. It's about working live events, working towns, working. That's how the, the money's made for the company, bro. It's not just a TV contract. Right. It's about okay, making I'm towns. Just, I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm just a fan, so I'm taking one for it. No, no, listen, dude. You, my friend, you might be right, and Lumberjack might be right. Even though you hate the Lumberjack, you guys are on the same page. And and the the, the thing is, though, Fred, if you're right and 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 Dennis is right. I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. You guys are right. That doesn't mean I have to agree uh, with it. But no, I'm, no, sir, dude, you might be right. That might happen. I'm a new caller. I'm a new caller. I'm looking for that shout out when it happens. Dude, that's the way I am. You could be a new caller, old caller. I don't bullshit around. If someone's on the up and up and they're right and I'm wrong, I don't have to back down. I'm honest about it. That's how I roll. All right, guys. I appreciate that. All right, Fred. Take day. care, buddy. You have a good one. Please. I got to go to break here in a second. Straight up out here. That's how I roll. <sighs> I got people going against me here. Because of you, Lumberjack, you bastard.
Don't blame me. Prick. All right, well, anyway, we got uh, top of the hour. We're going to go to break here, and then on the other side of break, we're going to have the Mike Johnson, the PW Insider Report. He'll be on the Taz Show. See what Mike thinks. He's probably going to disagree with me, too. God, I hope I'm not wrong. I look like a real idiot. We can always edit it. <laughs> Good point. All right, Taz Show, be right back. PW Insider Report coming up. I'm running the game. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back. One hour down. <clears throat> Excuse me, one hour to go. We'll have to PWN and start reporting a second here with Mike Johnson. <clears throat> Giving uh, <clears throat> a lot of thoughts and opinions on uh, where... They could be going here with um, WrestleMania, <clears throat> with the Universal title, with uh, what's going on with Finn Balor. I gave a theory of get to a three-way at WrestleMania <clears throat> with Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, where we don't see Jericho basically in two mania, but build it as a three-way, and then Finn Balor, Finn Balor is inserted in this thing. That's my view on it. Where are they going with Samoa Joe? Is Triple H? Is he going to turn on Triple H like I said? I mean, they planted some seeds to that yesterday. With Michael Cole in the sit-down interview with, with Joe, I really felt that. But you could tell that Triple H was the catalyst behind the turn of Kevin Owens on Chris Jericho. So there's a lot of different theories out there. I'm giving mine. I gave mine, I should say, already. So uh, that's the deal on that. Are we ready for the PW Insider Report? I think we have Mike, uh, not on Skype. Uh, we're going to get ready to do Mike's Fancy Dan Oates Open uh, for the PW Insider Report because if we don't do the Open, we get a cease and desist, 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 me say, cease and desist letter from uh, PW Insider Report. Uh, from PW Insider, I should say. And a three, and a two, and a one. Let's go. And now, the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, Mike, hello. Good moment, Taz. How are you? Good moment, big guy. Uh, so, bro, you heard a lot of stuff I've been talking about out here. I don't, you know, I don't know. I heard what... the whole show. Oh, you did. Well, thank you. I appreciate this. I set my alarm for your show. You are the best. Is that just on Tuesdays? So you hear me promo you? Uh, no, unless I got to run out and run like an errand, then uh, I, I always listen to the show in the morning because I, I like to know what you have to say because I don't want to be accused of hacking you. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I love that. <laughs> That's smart. But, Mike, you, you kind of could hack me, you know, so okay. it's okay. We're, we're, well, you're, you're part of the team, bro. I appreciate that permission. And and you know that I'm running the game. I'm running the game. You, you're aware of that, so you know. I'm, I'm aware. You're, you're like the Vegas odds maker. <laughs> Don't please. Don't get into that <laughs> with, with the Lumberjack kid. It's cheating bastard. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> bro, bro, let me ask you, Mike. Yeah, Speaking of that, Mike. Oh, here we go. Mike, 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 who, what, who bets on pro wrestling? Like, since when is this, like, even smart? How does this happen? Uh, you know what? It, it seems to have come of age in the last year or so. I, I always kind of scratch my head at it because even if, even if you know every finish, you can't control Vince. No. <laughs> and if he decides he wants to change things up on the fly, yeah. And you know this will happen. Mm-hmm. He, I've I've been at TV tapings where he has changed things up on the fly so much that baby faces start out baby faces in dark matches and end up as heels, and heels end up as baby faces. It, ha- it happens all the time. Because Vince wants to see what's yeah. going to happen. It happens all the time. So 
I, I got people around here at CBS saying, oh, I'm going to go bet on uh, – so all those things came through. All the odds came through. All the guys that said we're going to win one, I'm betting the farm at Fastlane. Like, come on, really? Like, <laughs> That's bet, people bet who work farm. here. People who work here, they're betting the farm. I just hope Pete Rose doesn't hear about this because I'd hate to see him excommunicated from the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. Will you stop? Well, anyway, so, Mike, so, look, there's a lot of theories out there. I thought a lot of stuff happened on Raw last night. And I liked Raw. I thought it was a good show. I did, too. There were some parts early on that I wasn't – I'm a little tired of New Day. No disrespect to those guys. It's enough. Enough. They, they kind of bullied – the poor kid, what's his name? Bo Dallas. Oh, he, he just, like – I mean, I don't know who he pissed off unless they're going to do something where he ends up with his brother. Well, he got in trouble at that airport a couple of – last year, remember? So I know, but then they pushed him. Well, but then they turned him heel and pushed him. Remember? Yeah. And then Nobody they lost interest in him. I know. I know. They really, really handled him wrong yesterday. But regardless, so I want to just get your thoughts. You, you, hear the, you heard my show, so you heard what I've been saying. On some of the things I've been saying, like, so we just had a caller from Detroit. I think his name was Fred. He kind of was agreeing with Lumberjack was saying that come, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, Fastlane, they're going to put that universal title on Goldberg, so then at Mania, you got Goldberg versus Lesnar for the Universal title. I just don't think that's going to happen. What's your thoughts on that? All right. I, I, I don't want to see this happen, only because I am of the theory that you you have, is that your your champions should be on the road, and they should be working the live events. Right. I, I, I feel if you don't do that, it's kind of disrespectful to the audience, Yep. and it, it, it creates a situation where... You are, in effect, telling your audience, you don't need to come to these shows. The pay-per-views are important. The TV shows are important because that's where the champions are. It's kind of like, you know, uh, the big sh- it's like when you put the, the part-timers in the main event of WrestleMania and the guys who work all year are kind of shoved down into oh. secondary matches. Hey, I don't Mike, like that personally. I've been to, in a locker room during WrestleManias as a wrestler and a broadcaster, and you, I know, have talked to guys about that. You know as well as my eye, and I've seen in the conversations in the locker room how that really pisses talent off. Bad. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. they're never going to say anything publicly because they don't want to go. They don't want to knock right the the guys that are coming in. Like nobody's going to publicly knock the Rock. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. It's, just, it's, it's bad business to do that. But privately, there, there's a lot of eye rolling and a lot of frustration there. You know, and it has been for years. I've written about it for a number of years. I know, I know. You're, um, no one's hacking you, Mike. We know no, you no, did no, it before, no. everybody. I know, I know. I'm some expositions, sir. That's all. <laughs> I continue. Sir, you know, I'm not slumberjacking over here. Slumberjack. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the T-shirt. I'll wear it to bed. It's a nightgown. <laughs> Nighty Jones. Flat on nightgown, ladies uh, and gentlemen. There you go. That's a pretty good idea, right? Nobody, nobody listen. That's a million dollar uh, idea. By the way, Mike, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, sir. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that. I, you know, it's a little bit of a heartbreaking day because Jonathan's not around anymore. But, you know, happy oh, Valentine's Day. You're everybody. talking about the handsome Johnny. Yeah. Handsome Johnny, yeah. yeah. Test one, two. I, I call him Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah, your fancy name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it. Okay. Please get to your point, sir. So I forgot my point was. You were talking about <laughs> you, you. It seems like you're going the way of of the lumberjack here and Fred, yeah. and that that you think that they're going to yeah. turn that title on to they, one of those guys. Yeah. All right. So they obviously want Goldberg and Lesnar to be one of the the primary matches at WrestleMania. I I don't see how they have Goldberg wrestle Owens and not have him steamroll through Owens, but. That's how I felt before we shot the big angle with the Festival of Friendship, which was great, by the way. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, you know, the, the, there's no way you don't have Jericho come back and be the snarky babyface, and now he can do the list, and he can do the stupid idiot line and everything else, which was getting a babyface pop anyway, and really, you know, he can kind of 
be a huge baby face. And Owens, for the first time in forever, and I know you touched upon this, he was complete heel. Yeah. As opposed to a coward or as opposed to playing right. second fiddle yeah. or just being a guy with one-liners. Yep. And I was like, oh, thankfully, this is what I've been waiting to see. He's got some heat. Yeah, yeah. 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 And well, so, you know, it's, I don't know where they're going 100%. My gut says Goldberg's getting that belt. Mm. But we'll see. You know, as you know, and, and I hate to break this to people who bet, they change their plans 100 million times. Oh, in the, in the fourth quarter, they'll change it. They'll change that right before the show's live or during. It happens you know, all the time. It's like an episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Lauren Michaels doesn't like the way something's going or doesn't like the timing. We're cutting it. We're changing it. And, yeah, you true. know, that that's one of the reasons I like WWE so much is, and wrestling in general. Is you, can change, you can change that direction at any point. And you don't even uh, you should, but you don't even have to give the audience an explanation as to why you're changing it. Yep, yep. No, no, as I know. Well, with Emelina. Well, the Emelina thing was horrendous. So, so okay. So here's the thing, right? So mm-hmm. I talked about uh, you know about Triple H, you know, because I talked about that sit down interview, sit down interview we saw Samoa Joe do with Michael Cole, which I thought was really good. Loved it. And, and me too. And and they planted a lot of seeds there to the point I kind of made a while back where I think that'd be good to see Joe turn on Triple H. I thought it'd be better to do it last week or two, whatever, in the ring where Samoa Joe blind signs him, attacks him, bloodies him, and then you go Joe versus Triple H if Seth Rollins can't go at WrestleMania. But who knows? It seems like they're planting seeds for. A eventual turn by Joe on I, I would agree with that yeah, I, yeah. I think they've done a, a better job in the last three weeks with Samoa Joe in terms of getting the audience to understand the audience that doesn't already know him to understand this guy is a force to be reckoned yeah, with this yeah. guy is a dangerous man yes and he's going to be a top he's going to be a top guy in the company yes and yes what I like about it is we're not seeing the Samoa Joe from TNA. We're not seeing him screaming nonsensically or being angry. Yes. He's a methodical, intelligent, pissed-off, dangerous man. Yes. And that, they're kind of touching upon some of the uh, the cues and hallmarks that Joe had in Ring of Honor, which that's that's a version of Joe that I've missed watching personally. Yes. And that, that's the type of guy that I look at and I go, you can put the belt on him and he can carry your company. If you yeah, need. absolutely. I totally agree, and I hope they do that, to be honest. I, um, would, th- love to, I would love to see that. <coughs> I think we're a ways away from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be awesome. I do, too. Uh, but I, the thing that's a little bit of a monkey wrench in the game plan they did last night for me, I'm trying to – and I don't think we could connect this puzzle yet because I think there's some pieces missing they're not letting us see yet. So, you know, as an audience, and what I mean is – you know, they planted seeds about Triple H and Joe in that sit-down with Cole. Mm-hmm. But then we see, you know, Triple H uh, chatting up and pulling Chris, uh, Kevin Owens aside. And obviously, uh, Triple H was the catalyst, uh, the reason why uh, that, that Kevin Owens attacked Chris Jericho. We could see it in the face of Kevin Owens when he came out for the friendship gimmick that he was reluctant. He didn't want to do this. When he attacked Chris, you could almost see he didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? And 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 the announcers on purpose, and it's not their fault, did not mention Triple H one bit, even though it's obvious that he had something to do with it. Yeah, I think that they didn't announce it, so they left that question hanging so people would tune in the following week, which is smart, smart business. Well, the main reason, I tell you, as a former broadcaster there, the main, you're right. But the main reason is you don't, Vince is big at this, and I believe, I agree with him, you don't want to lead the audience. And and that's that's what you could do when you say it. The problem is that they did, in my opinion, when you, sh- like what I would have said to Vince, and I bet you Michael Cole probably did, and because and, I've done this with Vince in a respectful way, I, 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 I bet the farm that Cole or maybe somebody went to Vince and said, look, we're going to show 
Triple H talking to Kevin. The announcers are going to look like idiots if they don't mention it. Something. Do you think it's something that Ke- that Triple H said to Kevin? And Vince probably made that call and said, no, I don't want it done. Uh, just don't leave the audience. You're going to have to look like an idiot and do the job. Leave it alone. I- I've lived I've lived that. I know, I'm telling you. It sucks, but you got to do what you got to do. It's your job. Yeah, and it also allows people to make their own implication. Like when I watched it, I said, all right, so Triple H either said enough of this tomfoolery, I, I helped you get this championship, and now you're going to be the man that you're supposed to be. Or Triple H put in, in his head, "Listen, if you're not going to take this seriously, I have Samoa Joe, and we can we can t- we you know we can do this the easy way or the hard way." Right, 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 right. No, but I was saying what I'm saying is why the announcers, and I agree with you. Yeah, it's a good point. But I'm saying why the announcers didn't bring it up. You know, I'm just saying like that's how I look at things because people look at you know and you do as a fan also. If the announcers say or don't say something, you know, usually announcers get eaten up, unfortunately, in all yeah, wrestling companies. That is true. Yeah, it's it, because you know, it's, but sometimes you're in a position that you got to do the job, and those guys were in a crappy position last night. Trust me, you know they were. I, I felt bad for them because <laughs> you're, you're doing the job. You know, it's just the way it goes. The one thing I liked about the Joe Michael Cole interview was there was a legitimate aura of danger that Michael Cole was treading a little too far yeah. just by asking questions. Yes. And Joe, just with his facial expressions and body language, made it clear that Michael Cole was in imminent danger. Yes. There's not a lot of guys who were able to do that just sitting there. Yeah. No, I agree. No, no. no. Look, you got two pros there. Cole as the interviewer and, and, and Joe as a pro. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, so it worked, you know, it, it's, uh, I've worked closely with both those guys in my career in different facets, and I can tell you from experience, they're both awesome mm-hmm. uh, at what they do. And, and speaking of Cole, I put him over huge, dude. If you listen to the end of Raw, the way he crescendo and build up in that Bally victory of her becoming champ, the way he did that, go back, bro, and listen to Cole. He kicked, I've been hard on Cole at times out here, but I'll tell you what, he kicked ass. Uh, last night, because he didn't start at level 10 in seg one, and unfortunately, that's what Mauro Ronaldo does, where he's, you know, I've been saying that about Mauro, and I like Mauro, I do, I like him, I know him, you know, but, and he's he's good, I don't know, I don't know if this whole thing, where he's working, that's starting to seem like it's a little, I don't know if he understands, like, the way things are done there yet, like, if you watch Cole's work, or the way JR was there, the way these guys, the way you build segment to segment to segment until you get to that main spot and crescendo and climax, that's how it's done. And Cole showed that last night. He did a great job. Yeah, I, I like that entire main event. I, I thought they did a lot to leave open a lot of storyline possibilities and future issues between all the players. And, you know, I, I know some people might think, ah, it's too soon for Bailey. But if you've been following her and, and her journey in, in, in WWE, if you include NXT, it's really not. And I think they set up they set up an obvious rematch at Fastlane, and it looks like they're going to go with some sort of multi-woman match at WrestleMania because you got you got the three main players, and then obviously Nia Jax looming in the background. I wouldn't be shocked if it's like a triple threat or a fatal four-way there because they've done a nice job of making sure that each female competitor has that moment, so none of them are. Uh, shadow or are stuck in the shadows in comparison to the others. Like each one keeps one upping the other, but they're, it's not a consistent one upmanship. Right, right, right. No, I hear you. Uh, what have you been hearing, if anything, about Seth uh, Seth Rollins? The knee is he getting cut again, or what, what's going on there? I have not heard anything about him having surgery. I've just heard he's been heavily uh, been in therapy down in Birmingham to to get the knee and get the yeah. knee together. So my guess is he's trying to rehab it to get back for WrestleMania, 
And if it looks like he's not going to be back for WrestleMania, then they'll they'll have to you know make a left turn at Albuquerque, like Bugs Bunny used to say, yeah, but, and figure something out. But I don't know about Albuquerque, but I know this much: I think that they they already have a couple of contingency plans in place. I would agree with that. The, I think I think you could make an argument. You brought up Finn Balor earlier, yeah. and, you know, and 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 certainly Samoa Joe could be. Yeah. yeah, and you never know. Listen, they still haven't announced Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. They could always go with Undertaker Triple H to the last second. Ugh. I'm not saying I want to see it. I'm just throwing out a possibility there. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, I mean, I gave I gave my crazy theory that it was time for them to call CM Punk, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, that'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean that that that'd be awesome for sure. I totally agree with you. I mean, do you think Punk would do it? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I you, don't know. You know. Come on. I, I, all right. Here's my theory. Okay. Yeah. You see, you watching the video? Are you watching? Because I rolled my eyes like so heavy. Like, oh, no, I'm not watching the video. You I'm should, because I rolled my We're eyes. on the phone. If you want me to watch the video, get the Skype machine. Oh, fixed. God, please. Hot shot Jones over here. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, calm I can down. only do one thing at okay, a time. Listen. One uh, more word and I'm hanging up on you. Okay, calm down. Okay, good. Continue. All right, here's my theory. So, Punk's getting sued by that WWE doctor, right? Yeah. He has alleged that WWE is bankrolling that lawsuit. Uh, I bet you. Who wants to get sued? I don't want to get sued. Do you want to get sued? I don't mind. He, uh, okay, well, uh, <laughs> no, allow me to call my lawyer then. Uh, yeah, sue me. Um, I got CBS. They back right. me. They love me. I, here. I don't care how much money someone has. <laughs> no one wants to get sued. No one. No one wants to spend money. No, on no I'm joking. Of course, obviously, obviously, please. So I think that if WWE came to him and said, "Hey, listen, we'll get everything to drop. You come back and we work something out," I, I don't, I don't know that he'd want to be back full time. Mm. But yeah. I bet you he'd be willing to come back for something short. Mm. I mean, he, he might never admit that publicly, but in private uh, conversation, I think if Vince McMahon picked up the phone and called him, he would pick up the phone. I don't know that he would pick up the phone if Triple H called him, mm. but if Vince called him, I, I doubt he would not pick up the phone. You know, whenever Dennis calls me, uh, I don't pick up the phone. No! Uh, yeah. Ever. I and I, I think one of the reasons their issues have gone on so long is the lack of a Jim Ross-type figure to step in and kind of play moderator, where, you know, Ross was the one that stepped in when Austin walked out. Yep. And kind of, you know, started to smooth the edges and get the get Austin and Vince back on the same on the same page. There isn't that sort of personality anymore to, to be the go-between between the two sides. So you need that liaison, as they call yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, maybe you could do that. I haven't spoken to CM Punk since he left the Ring of Honor, so I don't know about that one. Uh, no, I'm not saying you spoke to CM Punk, but everybody knows you speak to Triple H because you're always on the conference calls. Uh, a lot of people are on those conference calls. But you always talk to him. You're on a conference call. It's kind of impossible to talk to him and not be on a conference call. That's like you're over. I mean, you're, you're like it's always uh, Mike Johnson, PW Insider Report. Yeah, what's up? Why don't you do it? You no, just, I'm you not media. I, I, they don't want to talk. You think Triple H wants to talk to me? He don't want to talk to me. Give me a break. No, this could be like, you know, when Jimmy Carter went and freed the hostages. <laughs> this, could be your, this could be your moment to get... To fully get into the WWE Hall of Fame, you uh, could you could bring him back. Uh, I'm not going in the Hall of Fame. Like they the don't want Sparrows. me. They don't want me in the Hall of Fame. They don't want me around. They don't care about me. Stop. I'm not on Snapface Instant Chatter. They don't care. Don't you understand? Uh, any dirt? Wait, any when is your WWE Network show coming? By the way, there's oh, got to be one. Please listen. Listen. They should be following you around all day. Right, listen. Look, Holy sir, Answer the question. What uh, do you have any dirt or any information? Please, I'm going to kill you. Stop. What do you got going on? What's up? Um, nothing. Yeah, Vince That's McMahon nothing. wasn't backstage at the Elimination Chamber. I, you know, I, I read that you put that on. I was surprised yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I heard he wasn't there, and I have not. I I do. I can't say with 100 percent certainty yet. I have not heard he was at Raw either. I'll tell you a little Taz tale. 
boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. It's just kind of like an encompassing story of any time Vince did not show. Uh, us announcers, and it was rare that he didn't show up, were always very happy. That's all I have to say about that. All right, so I continue with your point. That was quite the story. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's, it's a party, bro. It's, it's a lady. party. It's a party when he doesn't show up. Oh, jeez. But yeah, nice. uh, that was um, that was the the big thing. Uh, uh, Kelly 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 was backstage. Oh, really? I remember. Huh? She was backstage. She's going to be working with the company again, doing access and some appearances WrestleMania week. Nice. Yep. And um, she lives in Vegas. That she and the husband have a place there. And uh, I'm hearing there may be more to a relationship with her and the company going forward. Wow. Look at this. It's got, did you report that on PW Insider? Uh, it's probably not up yet, but it probably will be in a little bit. Such a liar. It's somewhere on the elite section. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the elite section. Ah, uh, <laughs> look at this guy. You are su- that is such a douche move, well, I recorded Mike. that at like 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. No, but it doesn't matter. It was reported. So you act it like... It was reported. I forgot, though. No, but you I didn't. I'm on five hours sleep here. I'm sorry. Bro, I, listen... It's stale bread. You come in, you give me stale bread. I mean, that's that's not right. Wait a second. Why would listen, you do that? Listen, I got two words. I got three words for you. Rock what? and Roll Express, all right? Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you did. You gave me that. That's, that's I did. A, I think that's four words. That's four, or five. Uh, no one counts and. Rock and Roll Express. Four. Yeah, so uh, you did. You did do that. And what else? Okay. After that, you've done, for my show, what, Real Dirt? Um, I don't know. I do a lot of salsa, though. You do dance when we're on the, uh, now I got I got the dentist dancing. There's no music, and he was dancing. It was awkward. It was very awkward. Uh, so listen, listen, so uh, we're done here, okay? All right. Um, well, I appreciate you having me on. I thank you. It was a good moment. Yes, sir. Good moment, sir. And uh, the good moment is probably the best thing you contributed to the Taz Show, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, every, every now and then I get, I get a little crumb. No, the, but I always give you credit for the good moment. I don't, you do, and I appreciate because that. Because it's yours, bro. It's yours, but it's part of the show now. And once I'm, we completely, I'm very happy to add to the vernacular. Well, between you and me, before I let you go, CBS have been trying to kill this PW Insider report. And I'm telling them, let's keep it. Let's keep it. No more, one more week. One more week. And All and right. so, but I keep telling them. I'm hey, hanging on. He gave us the good moment. He gave us the good moment. You know what I mean? And and he's, you know, Mike's a good guy. How do you not get in a good movie here for Mike Johnson? It's always, it's like a party. It's like a party. It's like a shindig. Some boots on, hang out with Mike Johnson. Hoedown. It's a hoedown. Valentine's Day, hoedown. Mike Johnson, a bunch of people hanging out, drinking moonshine. It'd be great. Coming? Sounds good. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Look at Mike Johnson. <laughs> and Mike, you want to give us some more plugs? All right. You can check us out at pwinsider.com. And you can check us out at free with all the audio and other stuff we've got in the elite section. pwinsider.com. That's pwinsider.com. Twitter at Mike PW Insider, and we are officially on Twitter at PW Insider.com. So I thank everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for the good moment, Taz. Good moment, Mike. Good moment. I love Jackson Wake. We're not here. Uh, Mike, thanks, buddy. And Todd, love you guys. Good to see you, brother. Mike Johnson right there. Yep. All right, so anyway. Um, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike's a good guy. You know, that's why I let him stay on the show. That's very kind of you. <laughs> No, because you know, you know. Sometimes I get a little, you know, I get orny. What's the word? Orny? No, no. It's a oh, ornery. Ornery. I do get like that. I get a little bit, you know. It just doesn't like the NXT guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Oh no, that's no. Orny. I I don't. I forgot his name. Orny Loken. 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 Very ornery. Yeah. 
I get something. Like sometimes I get a little weird like that. All right, we got to get into fourth quarter city. We're gonna go to break here in a second. Uh, we're gonna on the other side of break. And I'm gonna get deeper into raw some other stuff. Uh, I've been talking a lot about the you know universal title picture. I've been talking a lot about the Samoa Joe sit down and where are they going with Triple H? Are they going somewhere with Triple H and Joe? Where, where are they going with Triple H? I've been talking about that. Also gonna get into some other stuff about Raw uh, besides uh, those stories because um, there were. Some of the things that, that jumped out to me, uh, to be honest with you, um, you know, namely uh, stuff with the 205, you know, the, the cruiserweight division. There's some stuff about that I want to talk about. I already told you the Emelina thing sucked, so I got into that. I don't need to cover that anymore. Uh, fourth quarter city coming at you guys. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Fourth quarter city coming at you. Trying to fix my headsets as usual. Hold on. State Patrol. Ha ha. All right, Taz Show back here, fourth quarter city. Sorry, until they fix my headset thing, I will be unprofessional. All right, so we've been talking a lot about Raw. And uh, at Mike Johnson on PW Insider Paul. We're on Facebook Live right now, I believe, at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Also, I've been chatting it up a little bit at the gimmick chat throughout the show, by the way. Some people on there. Somebody on there said the only sane one in this room is the Lumberjack. That was kind of offensive. And also not true. I know. I think he was saying that because um, I think a lot of people are agreeing with your theory of Goldberg wins the Universal title at the uh, Fastlane and goes on to defend it against Brock at the freaking WrestleMania. I'm sticking to my game plan and my thought process. It's not happening. I'm sorry. I'm going to be thick-headed. And you know what? I'll go down, ship. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Doesn't make sense. Got to have full-time guys... As your world champ, you've invested in Kevin Owens with that title. If you're putting it on anybody, put it on Finn Balor. I'm, I'm being thick-headed. I don't care. And you know what? If I'm wrong, I'll eat that crow, bitch. I'll come out here and I'll just eat it. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> By the way, uh, we didn't plug or talk about the, the lean mean strikes again. <laughs> we did not. We have and that it deser- video. It deserves yeah. some. Before the show ends, remind me, Dennis. And you, you're the star of this this video that Lean Mean. So I didn't want to bring it up because then I get a big head and you get mad at my it's big all head. All about and- you. And so you'll remember to remind me to play this video for us to, for the audience that watched the video of what the Lean Mean did. It's hilarious. One of his best works yet. I wouldn't say that, but, but just because it's you, that's why you're saying that. Well, I, th- I mean, all his works are his best His work, work is great. All his work is great. He's lean mean, bro. Please, don't mess with him, okay? He's my man. So uh, we uh, continue talking about Raw. We have to do sort on social media, too, I believe, right? Because uh, that's another thing you'll bitch about if we don't do that, right? That's another thing. It's Man, everything's about you. It's uh, like yeah. annoying. Uh, I was talking about the 205 Live, uh, about the Cruiserweights, a little bit before we went to break. Um, you know... Uh, let me backtrack a little bit. Um, let me not backtrack. I, I was going to talk about Roman Reigns versus Anson Gallows. I just want to say something real quick here. Nothing was accomplished there. 
Okay, you had the tag team champions go out and not beat Roman Reigns, which you know they're not going to beat. At least he, Roman Reigns, didn't pin either Anderson or Gallows. It was a DQ. It just didn't help the tag champs. I mean, I just don't think it was a good way to start. A good way to start Raw. I like Stephanie starting. I like her promo. I just don't think that it, I don't know what was accomplished. I, I don't know unless I missed something here. I don't know why they did this. And everybody on Facebook Live, hello, hello, jobbers. I'll get to you guys. Uh, I see, I see all the hearts and the thumbs up. You guys love me. I know that. I know. I know. I know. Uh, I talked a little bit about the New Day, uh, the promo. I, I, I'm not feeling it. I mean, New Day. It's just it's this whole segment with Kofi versus Bo Dallas. Kofi wins the match. Bo Dallas. Uh, what happened to Bo Dallas? They turned him heel. I know he got in trouble a while back at an airport, but then they turned him. They pushed him. He was a heel. Uh, and and you know they did the. The, the porn serial arm at the end of the match. I mean, I just, <coughs> excuse me, I, I just don't, I don't agree with it. I think Bo Dallas is a good worker, and I think there's something to him. He got himself in better shape. Um, you know, I know before the show you were saying to me, Dennis, hey, maybe, uh, maybe they're going somewhere with him and his brother. Br- Bray's getting a push. But he's on Raw. You know, maybe somehow, some way he ends up with his brother down the road. Who knows? I mean, he's barely on Raw. I know. And now he was on last night, and they did nothing with him. Um, so, uh, Noam Dahar against Jack Gallagher. Okay, good match. And you know it's going to be a good match. Uh, you know, Austin Aries is on commentary. We know Austin Aries is clear to come back to wrestle. Okay? I'm wondering, because in Milwaukee, at that's where Fastlane is. It's going to be as uh, we're going to see. Uh, they had an Austin Aries say this uh, on the commentary. It'll be Neville versus... Uh, Jack Gallagher and Neville, I think, is going to buzz through Jack Gallagher. But I got to tell you, I got a funny feeling you might see an Austin Aries intera- interaction physically in his hometown of Milwaukee. And I think you could go full throttle Jones with a program with Neville and, uh, you know, Austin Aries would be off the chart. It would be a great program and I think really revitalize. And it's a new thing, the 205 thing, but it needs a little kick in the ass. I got to be honest with you, it's a little flat. And in those big buildings, like I said in the past, many times it doesn't help. So you get guys like Neville and Austin Aries. Those guys are stars. Program that thing around them. Uh, well, you keep the title on Neville, let Austin Aries chase. That's what I would do. Uh, but Milwaukee's the spot to make that happen, um, in my opinion. Um, then the Emelina, Emelina debut, I told you that sucked. There was really nothing there. It just nothing against the girl. I'm not doing her. It's just the creative behind it I just didn't like. It's just all that build up for nothing. It was a fault in church. Just to me, it doesn't really get anything accomplished. It really was. It was just like it just nothing. It was just a waste, a total waste. I don't even find it funny. You liked it. I, I don't find it funny at all. I don't know. It did it for me. That's great. You know, I mean, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I, you. I don't know that. either. What are you stupid? I don't get it, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you. I don't get it. How do you like that? I just thought. Yeah, <laughs> they've been hyping her for so long. She's supposed to come out and Emelina, Emelina, and she comes out. And she's like, "Oh, I'm Emma now." <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it was funny. The way you did it was funny. Actually, drop, drop the mic and go. The, the way you did. It. Speaking of dropping mics, did anybody see Enzo <laughs> on his entrance? He drops the mic, didn't he? And he had to chase it down. It almost fell off the stage. That would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been the first. But, yeah, he dropped the mic. Uh, mic drop. So, uh, anyway. Uh, what else? Sami Zayn got a victory, which is smart, over a, <coughs> excuse me, over Rusev out of nowhere because they're obviously going Joe, Sami Zayn up for next week probably. 
Uh, like I said earlier, if you just joined the show now, I, I think it was good uh, the way they had Samoa Joe in a sit-down with Michael Cole just mention um, Sami Zayn like a throwaway. Like, we don't think I'm like some uh, Sami Zayn guy, you know, like I'm just I'm just here to wear the jersey or whatever he said. I like that, and then Sami Zayn referenced it. I just did think that in the promo after the Sami Zayn match with Rusev that they had Sami mention Joe's name too much. And so it screams Joe's coming out. Um I did not like they played Joe's music. I would have liked a complete attack from behind, but I will tell you why they played Joe's music. Okay, they played Joe's music for branding purposes, so people get used to hearing his music because he's still new on Raw, and they're assuming that there's not a gigantic transfer tra- transfer over from the NXT fans. There's a, there's a good amount, but not all, to Raw. So it's a branding moment where they but they played Joe's music. But it was kind of a best of both worlds where they had Joe attack from the side. You know, kind of blind side, uh, you know, which is what you want heels to do. Sami Zayn. So, um, you know, they're obviously going to a match with these two guys. I don't think it's going to be the WrestleMania, but you never know. I mean, there's kind of a lot of funky stuff going on there right now on Raw, which I think is good. It's kind of entertaining. It's interesting. You know, uh, and if anybody on Facebook Live or anybody joining the show live right now, if you have not caught the beginning of this show, this Taz show, you're going to have to check out the VOD later or, or the audio on demand or, as they say in wrestling, the podcast. Um, because uh, there's a lot of good theories, and, and, and I throw around a lot of different ideas about uh, Brock and Goldberg, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Y2J, Triple H. What about Seth Rollins? And what's going on with Finn Balor? You know, all stuff leading to WrestleMania. It's it's too much to get into right now, but because uh, I got the count me down over here uh, to get to the song on social media to count me down. So I got to get there in a second. Uh, we, also have, me down. we also have people calling the show here. It's just very busy. I got people on Facebook Live. Uh, I, I need more time. I, I, this just happened a while back. Where people are like, dude, you need three hours. I think I do. Hey, uh, Billy in Hawaii, uh, you're on a Taz show. Hey, what's up, Taz? Hey, bro. So Hawaii, man. I mean, I got to be honest. I've had people call from all over the world. Um, I've had people call from Anchorage, Alaska. I don't recall. You might be the first ever dude from Hawaii that called the show. Oh, man. It's an honor to, to be the first. <laughs> That's awesome. Where in Hawaii do you live? I live in Oahu, the island of Oahu, in uh, near the uh, Schofield Barracks. I mean, cool man. Um, um, well, I appreciate it, bro. Is this? Uh, do you normally listen to the show or watch the show? Is this your first time? Um, I I, I usually do the audio on demand. Okay. Um, I, I got to put over my two coworkers. Oh, okay. Uh, the other ones turned me on to the show in the SummerSlam special back in the day. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, I thank them for me. Bro, what time is it over there? Oh, man, it's about to be four in the morning. <laughs> wow. You're not playing. What are you, robbing a bank? What are you doing? I mean, what, what the hell are you, what, how are you up this early? What are you, crazy? What are you doing? Um, how uh, <laughs> What's going on, bro? What do you want to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. I went in um, to get my house to hook real quick. And yeah, go then, for uh, it. give you a uh, crazy scenario question. Go for it, man. Okay, my house to hooks. Are we only doing two right now? Wait, say that one more time. Are we only doing the two? Yeah, yeah, just do two. Just do them quick if you don't mind. No, you can do three, actually. We're up to three, so you can, you just got to go quick. Okay, um, my um, first one would be uh, our four-way between British Bulldog, Kurt Angle, Cesaro, and Chris Benoit for the IC title. Okay, cool. Second one would be uh, Bret Hart versus Kenny Omega. And then my final would be Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles for the, for the main title. Cool, bro. Okay, and what's your uh, other statement? 
Okay, I just wanted to ask, um, um, it's crazy, like, Triple H, like, if you ever, back in the day, all that talk about buying TNA, what if you ever bought TNA back in the day with all the guys he got from NXT? Like, would he, would he do good? Like, would he, like, obviously all the TNA, uh, TNA guys and the NXT guys are doing you're good. Saying, wait, you're saying to me, if Triple H bought TNA, should he have bought it? Is that what you're saying? No, like if he did some crazy reason, he would branch off and buy I don't it. think they'd want any mess around with that, bro, you know, because um, I, look, Vince is, uh, you know, I say I'm running the game because I am. I mean, but Vince. I'm running the game. You know, Vince, Billy, he really is running the game in the wrestling business. Thank you for calling him all the way from Hawaii, Billy, because the thing is, my point is this. Vince, at any time he wanted, can control or buy any of these promotions like he did years ago and monopolize. But I think Vince, uh, like a lot of us, learned from some of our mistakes. Not that he made a mistake, but I do think that there are there's a part of Vince that likes that there are other promotions for talent to learn and work and hone their craft in front of different crowds than just WWE crowds. Therefore, I think let's just encompass Triple H with Vince in the WWE universe world. They could buy anybody they want, uh, any company they want at any time, but there's no reason for it, you know, because once a talent's contract up somewhere, they can get anybody they want at the end of the day. You know what I mean? They really can. So, uh, so, all right, look, we got to do so on social media. I know that Anthony was pissed off because we played uh, his uh, entrance music uh, for the Mike Johnson, and, and not his entrance, and that pissed him off, right? He was, he was not thrilled. Yeah, so there's a lot of egos here in this, 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 this show, the Taz show. I've created a lot of monsters, but this will be the last day, I believe, we're doing so on social media, unless you're knocking out in the park. But otherwise, this, because people hate it. So I didn't want to just, you know... Uh, hold on, I'm seeing something here on Facebook Live. I got sidetracked. James Torado said Michael Cold, I think he means Michael Cole, hacked Taz with the Jones gimmick last night. Interesting. I did not hear that. Did we hear a Jones? I was he listening to Boomer Carlton or Michael Cole? What, what the hell was he listening to? Well, well, I feel like more fans would have picked up on that. Yeah, no, but the, I, this fellow, James Torado, he, he posts a lot on Facebook Live for the Taz show. We'll see what he comes back with. But in the meantime, I know it's disrupting your segment. Sorry. No, no, um, I'll so, take time. Yeah, no, no. So, no, I'll take my time. It's my show. I'll do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, are you ready to uh, do uh, Soren? The, uh, this is the debut. Of- oh, wait, hold on. So, James Torado <laughs> filed up. What? Saulina. So, so no, no. James Serrato followed up. He said Tom Jones. So, okay. That's a real guy, though. You can't say it. James, you're it's, disrupting the sword on social media. It's not unusual. It's, oh, look at you. Very good. Very good. Very good. He's in the family. Very good. That was well done. All right. You ready? Three, two, one. Look how quick. Look how quick. Look how quick. Instagram. Facebook. And we can't forget Snapchat, bitches. Saw it on Social media with the lumberjack. Yeah, last time we're gonna hear that. I'm not on Snapface, Vincent Charter. Yeah, I'm right. gonna sneak it in here and there. No, you won't. You'll be fired. <laughs> the last time. People hate this. All right. Sorry, everybody. Maybe we'll put a poll up. Poll worthy. Okay, bro. Are you high, stoned, vape? No, I'm done. Are you well just, rested? Are you carbed out? What's the problem? Oh, I could go for some carbs. Chef Mike, where are you? We miss you. Go on. All right, we're going to start uh, one that fell through the cracks over the weekend that I wanted to hit on. Brett the Hitman Hart, the yeah. excellence of execution. I know him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. 
He had a tweet. Uh, simply puts, me or Kim Kardashian. Hashtag who wore it better. And I mean, she is. She hacked his. his that's his look. Well, she definitely Kim Kardashian. All due respect to Brett, I think she does look better in the gimmick than him. Uh, yeah. I do. Well, yeah, but she's a hot chick. Yeah, so I do. Actually. Those pink tights. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. There you go. And you fancy someone in pink, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure, like when you go to the UK, you ask for pink spotted dick. I mean, that's a new dish they have. It's a pink. I just order spotted dick and it comes out pink. I just assumed yeah. that was its natural color. Do they give it to you in a bag? What the hell? All right, so, so continue. <laughs> Transition. Oh my god. Snoring on social media. <laughs> uh you teased this earlier and I will hit it now. Yeah. And actually a lot of people tweeted this at me. Put it in SOSM, so I gotta give the people what so they people want. People are actually calling it SOSM now. I was joking. They were really Hey, well, that. it took off. Oh yeah, it's flying. <laughs> Took off, all right. Like right a, to the moon. Like know. one of those cars that you got to push down, peel back, and it goes three feet. It just makes a sharp left into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. Uh, oh boy. So Johnny Gargano tweets out. Tease this earlier. I didn't tease it. I almost stooged it. <laughs> I almost upcutted your gimmick. He just tweets out a picture of him and Champa watching Raw. In their room, got to get rid of this thing just in case. Hashtag Festival funny. of Friendship. They got a bunch of likes and retweets. It was very funny. I mean, because you know, because of what happened with Jericho getting his face put through the TV by uh, Owens. It was very funny. They're yeah. good on social media. Between yeah, between that, the the Champa one yesterday, they do a lot of uh, glorious bombs. I think they call them with with the uh, NXT champ. Oh, with the uh, Bobby Roots. With the Bobby Roots. That's great. Everybody. There's good at social media except for people on my team. Um, I got continue. What else you got? Transition. Oh, uh, oh my god. And then another God. God. <laughs> people also tweeting me about the exchange between Bill Goldberg and Kevin Owens on Twitter. What happened? During the Festival of Friendship segment, uh, Bill Goldberg tweets out simply morons. <laughs> and <laughs> That's funny. That, that's not even the funny part. Well, that to me is funny. I mean, that is uh, <laughs> certainly funny, but then Kevin Owens comes back with, considering you almost knocked yourself out headbutting a door, you should probably reconsider calling other people morons. Yeah. There so was good, a very good comeback. They, they followed up. They had more interaction back and forth. I got to hold on. I got to do some. So this is good that they're doing this because it helps towards their match. Um, oh, we have breaking news. Uh, Matt Messina on Facebook Live says, I personally love... S-O-S-M. No one cares. Uh, so, okay, Matt, you're the one who loves it. So I got two fans, me and Matt. Poor Matt. You and Matt. I'm joking, Matt. You know I love you. I don't even know the guy. It's Valentine's Day. I love everybody in this world. Continue! So Goldberg comes back after that, says, keep digging that hole, kid. Which Kevin Owens replies, okay, Bill, I've been digging holes for myself for 17 years, and I'm doing pretty good. See you at Fastlane. Wow. I just Kevin on Twitter is, yeah, it's uh, he's exactly what you want him to be. Yeah, he, he brings the sarcasm, and uh, you know it's good, it's good. I think this is good for these guys' angle. You know what I mean? And it's it's it just helps their social media buzz. You know, and it helps the angle. Uh, I, you know, 
Is this it? Oh, that helps the angle. I agree. No, dude, this is your segment. Yeah, Take three a day. Obvious three a day. That's it. That's breakfast, lunch, dinner. Then why do we hear the music still? Fade why out. do we hear the music? Oh, there it was. Three a day. Three. Whatever. I, 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 dude, I thought you would. You told me yesterday. Maybe I'll do it on food. Maybe I. You don't even know what it is. You're just winging it. I mean, really. It's like people are like, dude, what is SOSM? What is this guy in the lumberjack? It's, it's just a, people reading tweets. It's an amoeba. He said it's just it's, reading tweets. He goes, I don't know who it was. The guy buried it. I mean, he's, he's, he ain't wrong. No, he ain't wrong. But 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 that's how a lot of things are. What was this day in social, no, this day in history, the KFJ. Remember, he, KFJ used to do it, and, and he was reading stuff. I mean, it's just, that's what segments are. What about what about the captain? Remember the captain? Buy a hat. What was his segment again? It was uh, this day. No, what was uh, what was his thing? Quarter inspirational day. moments. Inspir- inspirational moment. He was reading them online. You know. Well, I think because uh, it's sewing on social media, so you want it to be a bigger platform. But the tweets are the the heavy hitters. On Instagram, they do a lot of like uh, pictures where they're not necessarily in character, so you don't. I don't want to uh, blur that up. Well, so I like the, I like the tweets. The tweets are funny. Right, well, Jimmy uh, K. Flips doesn't. He said, uh, "Snooze fest is over. Hopefully for good." Wow. Hashtag hopefully for good. Thanks, Jimmy, for supporting the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> we love you too, James. Imagine, imagine if these people paid for this content. Then then I think you could say something like that. I'm big into the free lunch. Don't bitch. That, that's how I am. Hey. Dude, everybody me, everybody has an opinion. Let me tell you something. No, I know. I know. Nothing against Jimmy the Flips. Listen, let me tell you something. Let Jimmy me tell you the something. Flips is a great mafia name. It, it, it is actually pretty good. Let me tell you something. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, with this. I, I always say this with the show. And look, this show is not only free every day and the amount of content, and that is video and audio. Dude, you don't even have to log in. Like it. You don't. The, CBS doesn't make you go on TazShow.com or wherever, and you have to log in with like... Um, at least they, they snag your email address to send you stuff. They don't even do that to you. You can just watch this stuff. You can just listen to it live or, or VOD every day. You know, so to me, it's like when I say free lunch, that's an effing free lunch. So, you know, just for pe- like, uh, what was this? Uh, Keith Barrett said verbal NyQuil. So, so just the people are burying so on on social media, SOSM, you know, just for that, for people burying it now. You know what I'm going to do? I, you know what? I think maybe... Don't do it. Don't do it. I think I'm going to do it. Don't, don't. You don't think so? It, your show, I'm not going to... I think I'm going to do it. I'll tell you what. I think I'm going to do it. I, because, Timber! They want to come out here and bitch about it? Then you know what? It's all on social media. SOSM, it officially is coming back tomorrow. That's right. Coming yes. back tomorrow. That's right. If you don't like it, tune out. Uh-huh. You don't like it. Snoring on social media. That's it. I, if we're going to do snoring on social media, you guys, feel free to tweet me. You send me your best pillows, blankets, comforters, beds. Mm. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Oh, yeah. You'll take the tweet. You don't read Twitter. You don't even look at anything. No, I look send. at Twitter. You don't. You, you sent my audience the DX chop <laughs> from Roman Reigns. They want to kill you. Every now, you. every now and then, you just got to get quick heel turn. Now I'm back. Yeah, but people liked you, and then you turned heel for no reason. Oh, now to be spiteful, S O S M is back tomorrow. Hey, don't Maybe. blame me. I, 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 it's just because people. I don't like that. I don't like you. Go left, I go right. I go right, you go left. I go up, back. You go left, right, up. I don't know. Day, night. It's fine. Cold, hot. Don't tell me how to do my show. 
If I want to have SOSM on my show and it sucks ass, then let it suck ass. <laughs> it's that simple. It'll suck ass under my watch. That's how this goes. I'm telling you right now. Tired of this. It gets crazy. Dennis, you don't know. There's a history. Trust me. I don't like to end the show in a bad mood. You know, but there's nothing better than to get me back in a good mood than to play my favorite guy's entrance music. And that'll get me. You're right. <laughs> it, actually, it just brings a smile on your face. Can't get mad. I, I listen to it for a few seconds and I'm ready to wrap up. And Anthony, he loves I play his music when he's not here. This really should just be everybody's music. You know, Anthony is um, a little update. People don't realize I'm Anthony. Looks like a shed. He's getting an upgrade in the Tash show. Oh, yeah. Promotion jokes. It looks like that. Oh, you look concerned. You know what's going on, don't you? Yeah, he's taking over someone on social media. No, no, no. no. I would never do that to the poor guy. <laughs> I would never subject him. The best We're, worst segment in radio. By the way, we were in the fifth quarter city right now. I didn't realize that. Um, Extra free lunch. Oh, yes, it never fails. Social snoring on you know, social media. Yeehaw Jones, yeah. No, no, I'll tell you. Uh, he's getting a low upgrade. Um, Andy. He's getting uh, moving up in the world. We have someone leaving the show for uh, all the stuff he wants to do. And that's, I guess I can mention now in the fifth quarter. I mean, I'm in this deep. <laughs> Just, we're in the deep end now. No swimmies. Yes. Well, Andy's a talented guy, so he's training for the director role on the show to run video, to be honest. So. Now, does he need a name change? No. He's Andy, bro. He's video Andy. If he gets the job and he, he passes that test that they do here at CBS, he'll be the video uh, Andy. The video Andy. Andy. Video Brian, who's been with the show from the beginning, who I love, I'm going to miss, but he's, he's moving on. He has some other opportunities uh, in his own world of video directing, and, and this would be kind of in a way, in essence. So he needs to, you know, he's helping train Anthony. You know, I'm honest with the audience. And, uh, and that's the deal. So Anthony uh, is moving up in the world as you sit here with me. And, um, yeah. We're having fun. Yeehaw. But yeah, so uh, so video Brian will be with the show for a couple more weeks, I believe. And uh, I didn't clear what video Brian if he was okay with telling the audience that. So maybe he won't be back tomorrow. Uh, so, <laughs> so just audio on yeah. demand. <laughs> yeah. So you never know. Uh, yeah. So uh, I knew it didn't, didn't take ten seconds, and I'm ready to start. Gonzalo Morner, why does everyone leave? With question marks on Facebook. Marks. Why does everyone leave? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Sixth quarter coming. Oh, geez. Okay, so why does everyone leave? Okay, okay. The microphone. Okay. Head ask. Why does everyone leave? This is why we shouldn't go on Facebook Live. This is, no, it's, it gets on the Twitter, too. It's just, so people, see, this is the thing. That folks that aren't from this world of entertainment, most of the people that support my show are wrestling fans, and they're loyal, great fans. But a lot of them, and I don't mean this negatively, they don't understand, and I've talked about this in the past, the entertainment business. So if you watch WWE, you watch TNA, you watch Ring of Honor, you never hear about production people. You never hear about the directors and the producers and the sound guys 
and the grips and the lighting folks. You don't hear about them. In the radio realm at times, especially here on my show, I open that up to the wrestling audience. So to the wrestling audience, it's a new thing to get to know a producer or to get to know a video director or to get to know a call screener. Okay, so I, this is the gospel truth here. I can't be any more honest. And then when this person uh, has an opportunity to move on to build his career, no matter if it's Handsome Johnny, no matter if it's Video Brian, no matter if it's the captain, no matter if it's it's KFJ, no matter if it's Crying Brian, whoever it is, it's like, why is everybody leave? Oh my God, why is everybody leave? Listen, it's that's the radio business, that's the TV business, that's the production business, Dennis. You've had a lot of gigs in this career, right? Always in flux. It's always that's the way it goes. Then you get some guys like you know, like an Al Dukes, for example. He's a producer. Okay, he's also the top heel in the territory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a shoot. But let's use him as an Most people don't even know who he is. But for those that do, he's a producer, yeah. But he's a producer who stayed with a show that became successful for over 10 years, and he landed a solid, solid role, making a lot of money in that position, which most producers don't financially do great. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it's the truth. So people move on in this realm, right or wrong. It happens all the time. No, absolutely. It's it's not working with the talent that that's the issue. It's financially is the yeah, problem. It's just um, it, it guys get an opportunity and girls to move on and and you you, you got to take it and and the, and the host of the show, guys like me, it's like we get it. You understand it. It happens in WWE all the time. It happens with production people all the time in WWE. You guys don't know it because they're not the stars. They don't have a mic on them or a camera in front of them. You guys don't hear it. <laughs> but it happens all the time. There are some people in WWE production that have been there for ages. There are. But those are people that have been there from the beginning that the company took care of and making a lot of money. And they're proven commodities and they, that's where they want to stay. But there are the turnover is insane at TNA production. I can't speak Ring of Honor. At WWE production, it happens all the time, guys. So I'm trying to, and I don't want to come off like a dick, but I'm being honest with you guys. I'm trying to shoot. I'm trying to teach you something. And when I say teach you something, I don't mean to come off like an ass, even though I know I sound like an ass. Like I'm being an ass. I don't mean to, I don't mean it, but that's I'm just passionate about hammering my point. Stop with the why did they leave? I'm educating to you to. I, this happened when the captain left. We discussed this with captain. It's production. These guys, I make stars. They're nobody. Put my mic on. It's because of me. Video Brian is now a star. What did he say? I see you laughing. I can't hear him. I have 500 followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a good delivery. He's too. a wise ass, yeah. <laughs> We've never seen the video Brian on camera, and you won't. You never heard him on mic. I begged the company to put a mic in the control room. Oh, it, 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 it's it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to reinvent the wheel here. It's not Brian's fault. I wanted to I wanted Brian on so you could hear him on the show. He's a witty guy. He's a funny guy, but he's gone. He's done. Thanks for coming. He's the best. I love him. I'm gonna miss him. He's a big part of what happens behind the scenes. He's a guy I confide in. He's a guy that. From the day one gimmick, me, him, and KFJ. Video Brian was running the phones, and he's a friggin' director, but he was helping. So, of course, I'm going to miss Brian, absolutely. But Brian and I will be friends for a long time. 
Till the end of the week. Oh, baby. Captain, I haven't heard from yet. Who? I'm a resume guy, bro. I went over this, right? Explain that. Explain resume guy. Well, first off, when, whenever you work on the Taz show, automatically you get the rub of being a part of you. So the first thing you do when you fix your resume is you hey, just you put know it Taz, the top. by the way. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. I don't want to... No, if we're, if we're going to get serious for a second, an, an opportunity like this is a great opportunity. A, it's... Oh, it's, my God, you're leaving, too. No, 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 not at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for at least another week till Powerball, right. so, till I hit Powerball. <laughs> and then I'm out of here, so we can do this. We can have this talk uh, again in a week. Dude, you can do SOSM. It's okay. You don't have to that's, stop. That's what I'm just going to do. I'm going to get my own YouTube channel and just do SOSM every day, 24-7. Uh. <laughs> But no, it's a, it's a phenomenal opportunity. A, we're under the CBS umbrella. B, it's live radio. The, exper- uh, the, the experience that you get is second to none. And C, the team we have here, it's only four of us. We're a tight-knit team. We work hard together, and it, it's, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. So when you, you know, it, it's very upsetting to lose Brian, but yeah. it, it's part of the business. You, you know, you don't like to... You yeah. don't like to see it happen, but it happens. It's you know nothing you can do about it's it. Part of the game. I'm running the game. Uh, interesting. Uh, Marcus Smith on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, he said the Taz Show is the NXT of wrestling podcast. <clears throat> then the crew get called up to the main roster. Thank you, Marcus. Appreciate that. Sometimes some people say NXT is better than the main roster. Yeah. Thank so. you, Marcus. Thanks, pal. Uh, he, he managed to insult my show, my crew, and call it a podcast all in one paragraph. And I'll put them over. I that's, read it. That's the trifecta. That was nice. Thanks, Marcus. Appreciate it, buddy. Um, <laughs> thanks for the shout-out. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, look, this is what happens. What are you laughing at, dude? Uh, you, Share with the group. You're, you're, no, I'm laughing at oh, you, man. Your oh. delivery is second to none right now. <laughs> well, because it's, it's just, it's just a a floggling, a beating. It's I just thought you were going somewhere else with that. Ass spanking. Like, it's like, what? I get people leaving my show On left Valentine's Day, nonetheless. But it happens. People leave. Stepping Stone Jones. That's it. Uh, Gonzalo said it right here on the Facebook Live. That's what all I was implying. Oh, he's calling my show Stepping Stone. Thank you. Thanks, Gonzalo. Gonzalo. Well, well, as David Tessendorf said here on the Facebook Live, it's okay. Taz will make some other jobber. There you go. Um, how's that feel? Look at that. It's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, it's, you know, <laughs> the thing is, it's just, just the way it goes. It's just people come and go. It's the entertainment business. It sucks. And my show is truly a stepping stone for others. I am a resume. I said it yesterday. I'm a prostitute. Open your legs, Taz. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just open your legs. Full throttle Jones. I mean, what am I going to say here? It's just that's what happens. You know? It's, it's, it's horrible, but it's the truth. Ramrod Jones. I mean, it's just like you can't catch a break here. People leave up. It's just resume. All about the resume. Go on the LinkedIn page. Watch all these guys left the show. Oh, top of the top of the Tash show. I, I was producer. Tash show. I was the uh, director. Tash show. I was a call. Handsome Johnny. Yes, he is LinkedIn. He got this huge thing about the Tash show. I love Handsome Johnny. They all leave me. And you'll leave soon, Dennis. You will. I said when I hit Powerball. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's leaving. I feel like Everybody's I, leaving. Just no, no, but I, I feel like Russell Westbrook. That's how I feel. Like Russell Westbrook, when, when you know, when KD left, Kevin Durant, he was pissed he's left alone with, with guys that he can't win with. 
You're handling it much better than Russell did. <laughs> I will say that. Really? I mean, they lost yesterday. The Wizards beat the crap out of them, too. I don't need scores. I'm just, I know my game. I'm just, Paul Russell Westbrook is like me. That's a tongue twister, by the way. Russell name. Westbrook. Just, how about just Russ Westbrook? That's even tough. I don't know, man. What are you going to do? People just leave. You know? Show's kind of over right now. This is what happens at the end of the show. We just sit around and just cry. This is our post-show meeting yeah, for the past is. couple days. Then I got to deal with Anthony when he comes. He's gonna be. He's gonna want to leave because I played his entrance music twice. And he wasn't even on the show. Oh, you don't. You don't even hear what he. What I get in the headset. <sighs> he's got a bad temper. That kid. He's already picked out three new songs. He's fitting the video room for cameras. It's unbelievable, man. Can't. It's just. It's just. I got Carlos uh, Cuevo on the Facebook Live. He posted a jobs.com gimmick. Job <laughs> openings. Oh my God, I'm getting killed. <sighs> Well, like Ken Brandon said, when Rover leaves, time to close up shop. Kenny, you're right, bud. When the fake dog leaves, you know you're effed. That's why we keep him on a tight leash. I feel like Charles Oakley in the garden, getting just removed, just thrown out. No, you're always welcome back. It's, it's your show. show. It's my show. Of course I'm welcome back. Well, then the Oakley comparison Dude, I doesn't... I get no help here. I mean, I get nothing. No, the office doesn't help me. They hate me. They don't even know we're on right now. No, they don't. They thought the show ended in 2016. Just two guys mixing it up. Yeah, shopping up as they say in Manhattan. Co-host Jones over here, lumberjack. <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to end the show. You know? no, let's go till ten. Fifth, fifth quarter, sixth quarter. Now I got to put it in. I need more money though. Triple over. Just put put an OT on the timesheet. <laughs> Oh, uh, Taz, we have something to talk to you about. I'm starting to think maybe it is me, though. You know, maybe people no. leave because of me. Not because of you. No, but Vinny O'Brien, I mean, he's, you know, he's had a, you know, he, he knows this show at the back of his hand. I mean, this show is, but he's he's a talented guy. He he, he does a lot of stuff. He's got, he, you know, what, can I mention his drone stuff? Does he mind? Because I can't hear him. Can he, okay. He's, uh... Actually, let you you tell us. Let Brian tell you because we can't. <laughs> I'll hear be the Brian. mouthpiece. Yeah, just Brian will tell. Okay. Uh, the cap- so, the captain. how am I doing? I'm, I'm over here reminiscing. I'm telling you the captain again. Jeez. <laughs> Basically, he's 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 going to operate drones. He's going to take Vanguard One, him and Jeremy Borash with Matt Hardy, and they're going to operate drones. Yeah. Who do you think shoots all their compound stuff? <laughs> <laughs> now, video Brian, his drone stuff is awesome. Actually. Oh yeah, no, he does phenomenal his, work. His Instagram is sick. I don't know his address. I follow him. But if so, he, 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 video um, underscore Brian. Video underscore Brian, and his video stuff is cool. His uh, his drone stuff on it is legit. But what is he telling you? God, he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's even shy in my ear. Imagine he's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm actually not leaving. Everything <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm actually staying on the things, show. Things didn't work uh, out. No, nah, he's leaving. He's he, he can't get out quick enough. Uh, yeah, he's he's. Uh, that's the problem. They were all, uh, you know, Giovanni Holmes, she says it right here. It's never you, Taz. <laughs> now, she see, funny. on that's funny. Actually. On Facebook, you can't tell tone. Is no. she saying sarcastically but I read, or I read emotionally? Everything. No, no, I read everything like it is sarcasm. That's because that's my humor. See, I would have read that emotionally for you. <sighs> I would have put a hand on your shoulder and just. Leaned in gently and said, They all leave me. Is the guy giving you a reason why? Is he, he, no, he's no. He's what not. does he want to tell the audience? I don't know what he wants to say. Oh, uh, you know, 
Hold on. You both said, what does he want me to say at the same time? Right, hold on. We're going to finish. Hang on, guys. Hang on. I'm going to drink some water. Right now, Video Brian's feeding information to the lumberjack. I don't know, just like you guys don't know. All right, I got it. Just drink my water. Hang on. Okay, good. He's leaving for other opportunities. Oh, that's trite. For his... <laughs> I wasn't done yet. For... Uh, <laughs> no, now I forgot the line. Oh, God. I'm leaving to pursue other opportunities mm. with my own personal company involving drones. Okay. Quote Brit Video Brian. No one cares. Okay, so let me... So basically what that... <laughs> he wants to kick me. Yeah. Basically what that means is when someone tells you See, you're looking too much into No, this. when someone tells you, well, I'm a, I'm a pessimistic guy. When someone says, I'm, I'm looking into a lot of opportunities, what that means is you're not good enough. It's like a relationship. No. No, when you tell a girl that, you know, like, I'm looking for another girlfriend, that's basically saying you're looking for another opportunity. Yeah. What's <sighs> it, you're the middleman. What, what did he say? Go ahead. Quote. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me do air quotes for the video. Not today. What? I just want to fly drones. I don't <laughs> want to push buttons. <laughs> That was funny. I can't follow that. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, that's what he's going to do then. Some, uh, some drones, you just got to let spread their wings and fly. This Jimmy K. flips. He thinks he's a funny guy. He goes, is that water or vodka? It's water, Jimmy. Why don't you come to Manhattan and I'll show oh! it to you. I'm just saying. You show up. I mean, you know where I am. And then, 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 let's see. I'll show you. I'll, sh I'll show you the water if you'd like. Sign a release and we can do what we got to do. Oh, uh, yep. Jimmy K. flips. Why are you doing this to Taz? Mm -mm -mm. We were having such a great show too, and then well, it got I'll all just... somber in the in the overtime. Well, no, because I got this. I got the video, Brian. He's it's just hit me now. He's leaving. I could tell. It's sad. You know what I mean? Do you want me to play the song again? No, no, um, no, I don't. Y'all, Ignacio Vasquez on the Facebook Live says Chef Mike is taking over for video, Brian. Yeah, that'd be actually pretty good. Chef Mike is passionate about the brand. <laughs> now you're shooting on. Brian, that's, know, not, that's right. not right. That's, that's, I wonder why he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> the mental anguish. I why can't take we it never, anymore. Why? But Brian, we could use drones on the Taz show. We could have used drones in here. He's willing to listen to the pitch. You could. St <laughs> you stand a Taz show. We have a drone in here, and we shoot it on a drone. What's the big deal? It'd be great. You know what I'm saying, It'd be awesome. Kev, we can't. <laughs> We'll talk about it at the post show meeting. That means no. Yeah, we, that means no. I'm getting thumbs up like crazy in the Facebook Live people. At least they appreciate me. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, look, we got Anthony's going to do a great job. Hopefully he can, I think. Um, he knows his stuff. He knows how to run the machines, in essence, that Brian runs, correct? So far, so good. Yeah, but you guys have both a little training in that from CBS Sports Radio down there at the Big Shot Station, right? That is correct. Okay, so um, I have faith in Anthony. Anthony's a guy who's passionate and he cares. Uh, hopefully he lasts a couple of months, you know, doing this. <laughs> because he's talented. Guys like him, you got to worry about leaving quick like video. Brian's talented. You got to worry about these guys leaving the show. I, I want it to be known that Br Brian also pointed out, this is the first video producer change. He's been here from Jump Street. I know. Thanks for bringing that up. He'd, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying that, Brian. I, I got an idea. Why don't you take the headset off and put it to the mic so people could hear it? I don't. That that's it, Bush League audio. We used to do something called Bush League video. 
So with Bush League Video 2.0, Brian knows what it is. He, he said, don't do that. <laughs> so you do Bush League, v, uh, Bush League Audio. I, would, I don't want to do it. Enough. I made him a star, too. 500 followers, my ass. Okay. Why is this? <laughs> no. Uh, I guess I got to wrap up soon. I don't, let's relax. Is there anything else Brian wants to say? Because I'm not going to acknowledge his existence. Speak now forever again. hold your peace, Brian. He said we're good. Yeah. This that means peace goodbye. has been spoken. He won't be here tomorrow. Andy, make sure you know how to run that friggin' machine to turn it on because Brian will show up. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Resume Jones, that's me. Prostitute. He said he, he feels a cold If you watch the video, if you watch the video, <laughs> see that? <laughs> yep, that's me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 That's what I asked the girls on the I corner. Get. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? <laughs> it's a resume fails, builder and a bro. prostitute corner. <laughs> Stuck with a lumberjack. What's got an ego? <sighs> well, I care about the show. Why don't I want to end the show right now? I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying your mood, but it's uh, it's weird because you're 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 upset. So I want to I want to console you. Well, I communicate better, you know, when I'm on the air. Like that's how I am. Because usually when I'm off here, I don't really say anything. You know, yeah, it's a, uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, see you later. Yeah, you know, I mean, just saying. Uh, oh, look at this. Uh, Mike Bradbury. Oh, this is going to be fun. No disrespect, but talk wrestling. Hey, Mike. <laughs> all disrespect, Mike. Okay, all disrespect, Mike. How about that? How about you go jump in a lake and then go take a shit on your foot? How's that, Mike? Okay. Is he out of the lake when no, he's doing that? No, because you know what? I'll talk about whatever I want to talk about. It's called Body Sends and Beyond. You don't pay for it, and I talk about what I want to talk about. I just talked about wrestling for two friggin' hours. So Mike Badbury, all disrespect, go away. That was very rude what you said, and I read it so people could see how rude people are. I got my team leaving left and right, and I got Mike Badbury, you know, telling me, I'll oh, no disrespect, talk wrestling. What, what am I, a bitch? Like, I'm your bitch? I got to do what you tell me? How about I'll come on a show tomorrow? I won't talk I won't talk wrestling one iota. I'll do the same thing on friggin' Friday or Thursday, whatever day it is. I'll, I don't have to talk wrestling at all. I'll talk about whatever I want to talk about, Mike Badbury. Huh. I'm not ending this show. I'm staying right here. <laughs> We're having to sit in. This is like the boxer years ago in, Olympia, in Korea. Do you remember that? He was too young, but there was a, um, I think he was from Korea, and, uh, ooh, wow, looks like some of the folks on the Facebook are really getting on that guy, Mike. Ooh, good luck, Mike. Um, well, he gave his full name, too. I did? Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> it's like a sit-in, bro. This is like I'm not leaving the ring. I don't know why. A peaceful protest, which doesn't, you don't strike me as a peaceful protest guy. Ryan Jones has a good point on Facebook Live. Boomer and Carton set him up. Yeah, it could be. I think Boomer and Carton might be behind. Actually, Video Brian was doing a lot of work shooting stuff for Boomer Esiason. Uh, oh, man, during the season. Oh, God. I see what happened. Oh, Lord. Oh, man, Boomer got him. Boomer and Carton got him. They're taking him away. They're taking Video Brian. I knew it. I can't deal with this. I got to go talk to the bosses. I, I really, I got to talk to somebody.
right. I guess I got to wrap up, Dennis. Sorry. I got to go. You know what it's time for? Because I'm down. There's only one thing that cheers you up. So get me back and I'm going to wrap up. Right now, we're hitting all something to all side of now we need another new video guy. <laughs> and he is bugging out right now. Oh, man. All right, well, anyway. That's the deal on that. Uh, all right, I guess I got to wrap up. Um, that's really it. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I gave, uh, I gave a lot of wrestling talk, hopefully enough for some of you, maybe not enough. Um, so hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed all the wrestling talk. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I gave you a lot of it, I thought, over two hours. And then 20 minutes of just real life stuff about my, you know. Wrestlers are people too. You're allowed to have real world issues. Yeah. I'm getting down again. <laughs> Cheer yourself up. Put my mic on! All right, all right, anyway, enough. All right, look, that's it. We're going to be all right here, I think. Are you going to be all right? <laughs> We're going to have to stage an intervention after this. Jason Giaconetti says, clearly Taz needs a third hour. I know. I know. I know I need a third hour. That's what, that's what I heard. I know. I know. I agree. All right, look, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Seriously, it was a lot of fun talking raw and talking all the stuff to you guys. Thanks to Mike Johnson, the PW Insider Report. It was always fun. Excellent. It's Valentine's Day. Go out and get your girlfriend or your wife or your husband or your boyfriend some chocolate. You know what I mean? Give them a, hair, a, a bunny rabbit or something. And uh, what are you laughing? What? I honestly, when you said give it, I. <laughs> what? I just say I'm just being nice. No, the bunny just, rabbit was a nice gesture. Just give you know, give them like a, a puppy or something like that. Or whatever, something. You know, have a good uh, have a good Valentine's Day. That's what am I going to say? What did I say wrong now? I it said doesn't sound wrong. like you're having a good Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. My, look, yeah, kidding me? I mean, look, I'm very fortunate. My wife and I, will maybe we'll get something to eat, get some lunch or something, <clears throat> do something. Just lunch? <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day's dinner. We might order some pizza tonight. We'll take oh. Yeah. We, we're homebody people. We stay, stay in the house. I don't bother nobody. You know, that's my thing. I'm on my business, bro. That's my home gimmick. Yeah, I just... You think I think I'm running around going to fancy steakhouses? I don't do that. I'm a regular guy. Blue collar guy, bro. Just a guy that everybody leaves. That's all I am. All right. So anyway, on that note, Taz Show. Hope you guys liked it. The uh, VOD will be available shortly. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and the uh, audio on demand, or as they say in the wrestling world, the podcast will be available with all that wrestling talk. Ray Carter's like, don't leave us, Taz. Don't leave us. Don't worry. I'll be back tomorrow, Ray. All right, for everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz. You're not. Thanks, everybody. Take care. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now 
I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping now 